sun. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. The sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the bucks. <laughs> the sun cut. Here go the jewelry. Yeah. Experiment an apocalyptic experience. Apologizing for death. Niggas ain't hearing it. But we seen the signs. We ain't say shit. I guess we in the mimes. It's some clown shit. I'm just a poor nigga with wisdom. One day you catch it. Supposed to eat with your dogs. But ain't nobody blessing. The food for life. The cops watching. We both sketched in. Don't be surprised when they throw a bone in your homie. Fetch it. You on your own, pal. Ain't no best friends. Ain't no true toys. Ain't no new bins. Ain't no family trips. That's where we follow trends. Ain't no love in the town. That's where the hate blends. The cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. It's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man. Salutations, 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 salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, the Uncut Gems Mixtape. I am Ryan, Human Rolex Ryan, and... Hey, man, it's the man, you know what I'm saying, the episode Clever, the man with many endeavors, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Del Tom. Peace, King. Peace, King. What's good with y'all? What's your, how was your weekend, man? Hey, man, my shit was Gucci, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, living it up. Uh, got finally got my little wedding ring done. You know what I'm saying? Got me a new little gold chain. You know what I'm saying? Something fresh to death. You know, not not too much. And um, yeah, man, had some good Korean barbecue. It was popping, man. It was life. You know what I'm saying? But the future's uh, life is good, man. You know? How about yours, man? How was your weekend? I know you probably did some all star shit. I mean, let's not forget. It's, it's you know, say it's the birth of a six god. That just passed. You know what I'm saying? So what'd you do, man? What exciting news did you do? Yeah, man, it was a um, it was an international national holiday, if you would call it. I'm my ambassador of August's birthday did just pass by. So it was a special week, man. You know, it's a good week. Share share a little birth week with some winners. You know, myself, Tom Brady, Barack Obama, Lucille Ball, David Robinson. You know how we get down. You just and, had that list readily available, like no, just, I just, just no, in I, case I, somebody asks you about like who birthday you share with? Oh, Barack Obama, Tom Brady, like this guy. No, see, Leo's. I actually, actually, Shit. actually, I actually only share a birthday with Lucille Ball and David Robinson, but Barack Obama and Tom Brady, they they on the same week as us, so just that's how winners roll. That's how we do. You ever see that picture of Maggie Johnson showing up to the Lakers game with like him, Tyson, Madonna, Michael Jackson? That's how we roll up. Oh, it'd okay. be all of it'd be all of us and the ghost of Lucille Ball. That's just how we run up. So I knew you. I knew you shared. A, uh, I knew you shared a birthday with a famous famous Robinson. For the whole time, I thought it was Nate. But I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear David Robinson. Not a lot of the young guys gonna know who David Robinson is. The Colonel, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's the it's the Admiral. The Admiral. I knew it was something. See, I, you knew it was something. <laughs> I knew it was something that was militant. Something that was I knew he it was dope, something. Man, he's a dope. He's a god. He was he was yeah, Tim Duncan before Tim Duncan. That's silly. I knew it was something. I mean, you should know it was something. Yeah, no, no. Weekend weekend was cool, man. It was uh, one of the first, one of the most like. It was the illest, like, low-key birthday I ever had. I did a show on my birthday night. It was cool. Uh, shout out to Bricks and Hops in Lodi, California. That was really good. Uh, it was solid. And uh, my cousin, uh, Brian, had a party 
uh, yesterday um, and kind of like let me have that as my party. Shout out to Brian and Amy. Uh, it was lit. Uh, Brian has some concerns, so he did. He did want to know whether or not um, whether or not you have rolled your ankle or whether or not you've been kicked out of the Philippines. You haven't mentioned eighty, and, and so he was concerned about that. He also wanted to say that he heard you playing with your Lego set during the last episode, and he don't want to hear that no more. So the street, the street, be out here, man. So he just that those were like those were just a couple of his concerns, man. Outside of that, the party was super cool. Um, it was lit, man. I low like I low key like I low key think I low key think I may have met I may have met my wife there low key. Ooh, so, man. I mean, it was it was a good party, man. It was a real solid party. Yeah, I didn't talk be. to her. I didn't talk to her. Uh, but you was on some LL Cool J stalking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you was on some LL Cool J. <laughs> I nah, just, crush you shit. Nah, I see. I <laughs> this see. is more than a crush. No, look, here's the thing. I like, see I, you with a man. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like, I had this is what happened. I had seen her, and then I don't know if she had saw me, and I poured this drink, and then she was gone. So I don't even know nothing about her. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't you know, know some LL Cool J stock and shit, fam. That's even, exactly what it was. I don't even you know, know what that. I don't know. But what you that don't know about the one twelve song with LL Cool J. It's like this is more than a crush, and all he doing is just stalking the girl. Yeah, I seen you at the bus stop. I was thinking to myself, how could your man let you get on the bus? Like all this other shit. I'm just like LL, LL, low key. Nah, this nah. Is, this is really like low key. Some you can do. You could make a song like that, a video at least like that. Um, now, in 2021, you can't do Yes, you can. You just, have, you just have to be light-skinned like L.O. Cool J. You, nah, just, you, just, nah. you just have to be light-skinned. Nah, they only, nah, they, they canceled only him. let... They had canceled him for licking his lips too much. Like, man, look, they, too they, sexual. They only let light-skinned dudes make those type of songs. The L.O. Cool J song you're talking about, the next I'm Dancing Closer song in maybe half a Drake catalog. They only let, <laughs> they only let y'all do that. You can't have Akon talking about Marvin's Room. No, it don't work that. This, this, that's y'all sport. They don't let us do that. We what are you talking school. about? Before before light skinned dudes was making was making romantic songs, y'all been doing this. The, the hardest light skinned matter of fact, the dude who brought a lot of the hard music to the frontier is actually one of the most light skinned dudes ever, and he beat hard with LL and he beat hard with LL Cool J, and that's and if you don't know, man, that's Ice T. Ice T is the hardest light skinned dude out. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not saying, bro. I'm not. I'm you know not saying, saying. Don't forget, man. You're not. See, this is this be. This be a this be a problem. When I say light skin, you start seeing red and getting beige rage. I'm giving I'm y'all props. Like, I'm brown skin. I'm so giving it's cool. I'm giving y'all props. They only I'm let y'all. So I don't got nothing to worry about when you're talking about light skin dude. I don't even know. That don't even phase me at all. I'm not a light skin dude. I am brown. Everybody know I'm brown. Everybody see me. Other brown people spot me and they be like, yo, that's my brother. I'm so brown that other brown cultures adopt me. They just be like, yo, he with us. I can go to jail right now. And probably get received by all the other brown, all the other brown ethnicities in the jail. That's just me. That's you know what I'm saying? Everything, everything you just said, like, it's just shit that light skinned niggas say. Nah, <laughs> like nah. everything that you just said, like, I look like other races. No shit. Listen, yeah. I'm giving y'all a call. But I am a mix, so I, like, of course I'm gonna look like other races. You know I'm giving y'all the... you, you Irish. You be playing the band back. You know what I'm saying? You be getting accepted. Right? Oh, let me get the sentence off. I'm giving y'all, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm giving y'all props because they only let y'all make those songs. They don't let us do that. I'm saying that y'all so gangster. They let y'all, they let y'all make stalker songs. We don't, we're not allowed to do that. If Ice T wanted to make one right now, he could. They don't let us do that. They put us in jail, jail for that type of shit. So I'm just giving y'all props, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. You get the bay. What about Rick and Ross? I'm... Rick Ross huh? talked about, Rick Ross, black as you, talked about how he be roofing chicks. Oh, and every and, and everybody deal got dropped. Fast. <laughs> yeah, he didn't what go to you prison. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what, 
what you talking about, bro? Like that Reebok deal got dropped fast, fast, bro. <laughs> like I'm telling you, bro. Like I know, I know our like I know like our melanated history within like music and deals more than you, because my people struggle more than your people, so it's just harder. No, for they us. don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. See, that's the thing is, is is it's it's like kids who live in the hood. The kids who live in the hood swear up and down that the kids that lived in the suburbs just did not have, just did not deal the shit that they did. Let me just keep this a buck with y'all real quick. Let me really just enlighten y'all. If you lived in the hood, right, and the kid that lived in the suburbs, and you think your life is worse because the kid that lived in the suburbs, life, you know what I'm saying, things like that, right? In some cases, it's more than likely going to be the case. But in many cases, bro, you got to keep in mind, if a kid grows in a predominantly white area, that kid is more than likely an outsider throughout his his well-being in that community. Compared to a kid who grows up in the hood, bro, you're surrounded by people that's just like you. You're received, everything's cool, everybody loves you. That's why whenever you go to hood parties, it's always popping, man, it's always the block. You know what I'm saying? Everybody love, everybody stuff. People get shot and stuff, that's life, right? But like, even getting shot is worse than like that black kid getting hung. More kids that get hung are happening in these predominantly white areas. That shit's worse than getting shot by the old nigga that, that you know that look like. You know what I'm saying? Because in the hood, niggas, you know, oh, yeah, I know. Sorry with my language, but in the hood, cats would be like, oh, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? I know the crackhead down the street. We know him. We know what he do. We know what his life like, you know, uh, compared to in the in, in the predominantly white areas or the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Those areas, you don't know. Your next door neighbor could really be Hannibal Lecter. So, I mean, just keep that in mind, man. Stay woke. You know what I'm saying? But what, to, like, to what, get back, what, but to get back to it, no, no, hold on. To get back to, I know what before. you're saying. What just got to do with light skin and black skin? I'm about to tell you why. Please, because light skinned people, bro, have light skin. I'm, I'm defending light skinned people. I'm brown skin. Let's just keep this clear. But I'm defending the light skin because you're always trying to come at them. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad for them sometimes because I'll be feeling like, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they don't really have any identity anywhere. So sometimes it's like you got to battle people like you who extra melanated and they want to come out and be like, oh, bro, you ain't even black, you this, you that, da, 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 da. Then you got to go and go deal with your white brethren and they like, yo, you a nigga. So it's like you don't really win, bro. You just hate it by both cultures. That's really it. At least you got it acceptance. At least they see you and be like, oh, he black and black. He with us. That's, you know what I'm saying? He, 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 he with the, you know what I'm saying? He with the squad. The light-skinned brother, he just, you know what I'm saying? The reason why they get over cocky like that is because they feel like they got so much to prove. I have a very light-skinned brother, and I know for a fact that my light-skinned brother, the only reason why he go out and do the stuff that he do is because he felt like he had to prove himself harder than everybody else. That's why the white boy that be with the gang, that be with the gang, he done done the worst stuff in the gang because that white boy feels like he has to do the hardest stuff other than all of the other people. You already accept it. You big and black. They already like, oh, he cool. He good. You go to the hoop court, you already get picked up. Maybe because you good. Just because you big and black. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it works. Devin, a cat like Devin Booker, he had to work hard. That's why he cocky. That's why he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Just keeping it above. Y'all got to, y'all, y'all, y'all. Stay woke. Okay. That's, that. So listen, here's my here's my question. <laughs> I need your enthusiasm to be a little bit better when I be dropping gems like that, son. Those aren't none of those. None of those are gems. Like all, like none gems. of those are gems. Like because because you do like you do these like you like victim statements, right? Where it's like, I ain't a victim. Even, like, 
Let me finish, bro. Like, let me finish my sentence, nigga. Like, I let you, finish, I let you, I let, I let you this whole kid and play dichotomy documentary for 25 minutes that has nothing to do with our show. But I'm telling you this: you be doing these victim statements, blame me for shit. When in reality, you be the problem. Last week, you were like, yeah, you were like those hats. That's some Frisco shit. You get on, we get on the call with, with Tariq. He tells you that's town shit. Like, yeah, yeah, that's town shit. And now you're like, light skin people get a bad rap, Dale. For all of my life, you called me and our friend Ricky purple niggas. So stop, bro. Because of the stop. fact that y'all called me orange. So let's keep that around. I was not calling y'all purple out of stop, nowhere. Bro. I was chilling one day, eating an orange. I was like, yo, you match the same thing as that orange. Wow. You an orange nigga. And then wow. after that, I was, I was, I was, I was selected to be an orange nigga. Other orange niggas were calling me orange. Orange ass nigga. Like, what? Like, I don't wow. like this. And then wow. I finally found a word because I was like, color purple. These niggas is the color purple. And that's my that was me battling back. You feel me? I had to battle back, son. Fighting, I was in the corner. All I was getting caught victim, orange. People, to, you know what I'm saying? Somebody call teachers, teachers calling at me out. Hey, orange nigga. I'm like, yo, what's what's popping? You supposed to be my teacher? You know what I'm saying? I didn't like that. I didn't like Teach, that. Teachers called you orange nigga. Yep, <laughs> bruh. Yep. Bro, most of the time, like me. Statement. Let me just keep this real with all all the people that all our viewers, all our listeners. Bro, <laughs> if y'all know me, fam, y'all know. Yes, I am. I have fire in me, but it only comes. When cats be trying to push me, Ro Rolex know this too. Rolex know I be chill all day. Everybody, everybody know that. Kill, chill, good guy. Doesn't really bother nobody <laughs> until they just keep poking at me, and they love to do that. Like poke, 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 and then it's like ah, I can't take it no more because I can only take so many pokes. I don't even like niggas poking me on Facebook. I don't like that shit. Don't poke me. I don't want to be poked. I don't like being provoked, nigga. Now. <laughs> I feel like I believe hey, I dropped a lot of N words, but I already know this intro is gonna be crazy. I'm about to get in real trouble, y'all. I gotta stop with the N words. I believe that like if you just would have told us about the trauma you experienced this weekend rather than like projecting it onto me, I think it would have made for a better intro. But if you wanna blame if you wanna blame people that are like a, a several shades darkening you for whatever happened to you in the last couple of days, that's cool too, man. Like shout out to like whatever happened to you last night. I hope that you find that man. And that he gets what he deserves. Straight no, up. He did nothing to me last night. I will say, you know what, though? And shout out to B for asking me this question. I did. I, I, hey, I got my ass whooped on the court yesterday. I'm going to keep it, honey. I know y'all, I always got hero stories, but I'm going to keep it real. I got dog. Shout out to my boy Jimmy. He dogged me. Dogged me on the court. I can't even front. I, I had to come back like the last game. But uh, maybe that's why I got a little animosity. But other than that, man, I'm good. You feel me? I did get dogged on the court. Though. I'm, I'm a real one, though. You feel me? Y'all always talk about I got, I got, I got war stories. My all my basketball games sound like soldier boy shooting stories. I just keeping it real, man. But my stuff is real, so I'm, I'm real enough to say I got dogged yesterday. My man was I, I couldn't stop him. I was playing incredible D. I couldn't stop him. So I'm gonna shout out to him. Shout out Jimmy because I know you listening, and I gave you your props yesterday week. But maybe that's why my animosity is a little hot, and I'm feeling victimized. See that that's all it takes, man. It's just you know the first step is to just admit that you have a problem, and then after that, like everything is cool. Like it's you be all right, you be all right, man. You'll power. But you be through. a I part thought... of my problem, though, B. You, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? You be a part of it though, because you you just be coming out of nowhere, like with your with your condescending words and just trying to like low key undermine me. And I I don't really appreciate that, bro. I don't appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm brown skin. I don't like you calling me light skin. You know what I'm saying? Respect my name, man. All three of y'all. All right, man. Like whatever. Like I just, I just, I feel like I thought I'm glad. I'm glad to have something to do with basketball because I thought maybe somebody like somebody out hustle you out of a fake, out of a fake, uh, fake vaccine card. Because the fake vaccine cards is going around, bro. If you get caught with a fake vaccine card, the FBI is hitting people over the head for 15 whole bands, bro. 
15 I... bands. 15 bands. So they're saying you got to have the paper to dip out. Like they're giving out the vaccine passports. You got to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Show up with a piece of paper to be like, yo, are you vaccinated or not? And they show pictures of them. The pictures, they look like real ones, but the people that's checking them, you know, they acting like it's their job or whatever. Like it's like it's, I mean, you know what? I want, let me not say that because this isn't like, this isn't like if you go to the store, you're like, yo, can I get an extra bag? Like, no, you got to pay for extra bag. Like, you didn't make the bags, but I get it. If you're running a whole business and you're doing the check in for the vaccine cards, you're like, hey, I don't even think this card is right. I guess you do. It's a hard job, I guess. Checking vaccines card seems like they'd be a hard job because you basically at that point got to pick and choose who about to get hit with 15 bands over the head. I mean, you got people at the court that's moving those fake cards or nah? What's up with it? You because you know people. I do know I do know people. I don't know the people in the court. I mean, I know the on, people on the basketball court. Oh, on the basketball court? No, no, no. I don't know. But I, I you know what I'm saying? I, I just know a few people in the streets, you know what I mean? Uh here. Making males happen. Killer killers. Uh but nah, but uh nah, none, none of the people I know who would be moving the vaccine card. I mean, I don't need it, so I never really tripped over. I, I stopped I shout out to my cousin Dollar, man. I remember this. This is when I stopped wearing fake stuff and stopped doing fake stuff. One day I was wearing these big old earrings. We all wore them. And I remember him telling me, hey, bro, you wearing them big earrings, bro? I know you ain't out here wearing fake earrings. I was like, to be solid with you, bro, I probably was like 25 at the time. And when he told me that, bro, I was like, dang, just got me. Yo, got me, told me I can't be wearing the fake earrings. After that, I stopped wearing earrings. But I say that to say, bro, I stopped doing all the fake stuff. Gucci bags, Louis bags. And I'm never, I'm damn sure I ain't gonna do no fake vaccine card. Cause there ain't even no point. Like you gonna go through all, you might as well really go get the shot at that point. You gonna go through all the work to get the fake vaccine card, right? Take the risk of paying 15 bands and just to be like, I didn't take the vaccination. But now you in jail and then they probably gonna insert it to you anyway. So I don't know. That man. would be cool. That would be they should they should just do that. Like they should just be like, we're not gonna we're not gonna charge you one fifteen thousand dollars because honestly, like the problem is with fifteen bands is like that fine only affects like certain people. So right. if you be like, yo, I'm gonna get my fake car, like whatever, like I spent fifteen bands on a like on a pal last night. Fifteen bands is nothing. Versus no versus oh. like if they be like yo if we catch you Change. if we catch you slipping if we catch you slipping we're gonna give you the vaccines a rap like oh my god then people wouldn't yeah. even have them at all yeah no i agree with you that's what i'm saying like you like it ain't no point like i mean at this point if you getting something be i mean if you're trying to go throughout the way to just avoid something you might as well just make them do the real thing it's like come on man just do the real time just do it for real i think but. i mean I, I think that it's weird because at one point for the people that was like, for the people that ran to go get the vaccine, that was just super excited about it. it was like, yeah, I got my vaccine card, and it was posting like the I voted sticker, and that's cool. Like, and people that were running to get I their- voted sticker, I vaccinated sticker. Bro, say they wasn't. No, they dead ass. They okay, dead. I, so I they running and showing a sticker. That perspective until you just said, it, and that's that's super hilarious. So. Because that's exactly that's exactly what it was. And people that was doing it, they wasn't tripping off of whether or not I had a car. It's like, look at my car. Right. Now it's like, oh, you got to go get place. a car too. Like, no, nigga, like you wanted to do that. Enjoy your car. Like, have a good time. Take a picture with it. Take it on dates. Like, I don't want them to do with it. The issue is, I feel like when it comes to fifteen thousand, though, if you do go get your fake car, just make it worth it, though. If you like. Don't go get don't go get a fake car to go see like T Pain open for Lil Uzi Vert. Like if you're gonna get a fake car, like I want you should go see Ghost the Prince, Ghost of Michael Jackson, Ghost yeah. of Tupac, Biggie Soul, and like the Ghost of Steve Jobs doing an iPhone release. Like it should be all of that 
if you're gonna run it up for 15 bands that's crazy yeah that's crazy no, it is that's crazy don't don't yeah definitely don't go get no freaking for something hella stupid like that's stupid that, that that's that really is dumb look i need that fake vaccine cord just to go in here and go go get this candy boy yeah that yeah you know hey that's wild too because i mean to your point like i don't i'm not really into the whole like if you're gonna go through all that trouble to get the card you might as well get the vaccine but i would say if you're gonna like if you're concerned about like long-term effects you're gonna have a felony forever ever <laughs> so, like you ever. better get the vaccine like and we should know already based on the based on the stats the vaccine only lasts about two months so i mean come on now you rather that that forever or two months well, the the, the effect, nah, like, know. yeah, I mean, the like the the effect, the effect, the effectiveness lasts for two months. We don't know what else is gonna happen. Like, after yeah. you could still you could still grow wings, maybe, but it's yeah, not, not true. Go. True, it might just only happen when you're sixty. <laughs> you only get the wings when you're sixty. Like, just out of nowhere, you just wake up wings. Like, oh, it's I my wonder, 60th birthday. Wings. I wonder, like, what I wonder which one, like, which one has a, a higher probability of giving you the wings, like the Pfizer, the Johnson Johnson, or the Moderna, like, because eventually, mm. eventually, like one, of, eventually, Johnson, like Johnson, one of y'all, one of y'all gonna be iller than the other one, like that's just how it's gonna work out. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see who finna be more illy. That's what yeah. I'm trying to find out. Yeah. Did you see that Maybe. commercial with that? Would you see that commercial with like the Arkansas version of Mister Fab, where he's talking <laughs> about I sell stuff in the streets, so I had to go get the vaccine, but you know the way I move. Cause I'm a hustler, and within my lifestyle, I couldn't risk stuff to not go get the vaccine. So I wouldn't go. Do you know? Hey, take a chance. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen oh. that. But that's hella hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. That hey, and you know what? A lot of people, y'all know this already. But Arkansas is, you know, what I'm saying it's a very small, small little area. You know that people in Mississippi hate Arkansas, all that crap. But uh. But our, our Arkansas, bro, is known for doing a lot of hustling. So that is like the the, the most probable job in, in Arkansas. So it's like, like reaching to the hustlers. That's how you get to the hustlers. I'll be in these streets. If you're really in these streets, you need the vaccination because that's real life. Gang baby. Bro, watch when you see the watching and the reason the reason I the reason I say Mr. Fab, he don't look nothing like Mr. Fab, but the way he's talking and the way I feel like everyone in the area knows him, like because yeah. he just he's like he's like, I sell stuff. Yo, he says I sell stuff right. verbatim. Like, bro. What do you and and then there's music playing in the background, his car, his shirt matches the car. Like oh, the only it. reason I had brought it up was because the FCC has reported a sharp decline. And like vaccination encouragement commercials, mm -hmm. because and that was on that was on uh, that was on IG, but FCC is obviously like more television because they 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 just low key got like the wrong people telling people. But I I actually think that they should have more of the right people versus the deathbed confessions because the deathbed confessions they just don't relate to people y'all they don't relate to people y'all trying to get to, bro. Like they don't look like me and you. One dude is a black dude, but he ninety seven years old, and then he like oh I went to CVS. I was gonna go ahead and get the vaccine, but I forgot, and I bought some black and miles. And then right. one white, and then one white dude, <laughs> and then one white dude, he's like five pounds away from my six hundred pound life. Like, if just look at me and know it could happen to you too, because I'm healthy. You're not what? You're not healthy what? at all. Like, so they not have they not the, the threats ain't right there. I think they got to do something like, hey man, if you don't, if you get COVID, you if you want to have black people get, it, you got to be like, yo, if you get COVID, you are gonna be musty for two weeks. But, oh hell no! Nah. Oh, I can't do it. 
<laughs> I can't do it. Oh, no. Yeah. No, but I will say this, though. They should have known back in the day, bro. None of them commercials where you, like, show people dying on stuff. That never works, bro. You don't people think so? Like, I'm going to tell you why, bro. Think about AIDS, right? When AIDS first came out, people was like, yo, like, I'm sick. Like, outbreak. The movie just happened. Yo, this, yo, it's real. Mad real beat. I'm on here. Yo, wrap up. People were still out here. I, it's people. It's it's so it's so raggedy. People out here will admit, oh, bro, I don't even be wrapping up. I be getting it in. Every woman I fuck, cause I, I'm allergic to condoms. People use stupid stuff like I'm allergic to condoms. <laughs> I don't get down with the condoms. That's silly. <laughs> stupid. You sound dumb. You ain't talking about magic had AIDS, nigga. Not all y'all magic. Y'all none of y'all got magic money. Also, when it was drugs, this is your drugs on brain. Look at these fools now. Man, look at these fools. I remember back in my day, everybody wanted to be Nino Brown. All these fools now, they want to be Pookie. So it's like, to me, it's like, bro, none of those things work. People get more attracted by that. Like, ah, like, yes, I want to have a hole in my neck. Smoke cigs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ah, I want to be, I want to be just a vegetable. Do drugs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, none of that stuff works. It's, you might, you, you know what might actually work? Promoting the shit. Yeah, bro. I bet you right now we ain't hearing nothing about Oregon. Nobody overlapping, dying, none of that. Cause they promote it. I bet you people be going in like, ah, oh, so it's so easy here. I don't even. It doesn't even appeal to me anymore. Like, so I'm saying, just promote that shit. Tell people that. <laughs> yeah, just, just promote it. Like, get the vaccination. It's cool. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to 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 to, to say. You the marketing guy. I don't really know what will actually be um, the best way to to approach this. But the only thing I would say, my best thing would be to just limit it and just tell people it's exclusive to get the vaccination. And then I feel like that's what's going to run it up. Or just tell people it costs 15 bands to take it. And I bet you, for some reason, all the hood cats would be out there like, I paid 15 bands for my vaccination. Just make the vaccination different prices. <laughs> people would be more more attracted to it. Like, because then it's like, yo, like, that's all it is. It's like, because you know, it's like, people, everybody got a Tesla almost now, right? Everybody got a Tesla, but it's like, who Tesla is worth more? You know what I mean? Like, ah, my Tesla, though, it's like, bro, it's fly. Like, oh, okay, well, your Tesla's the shit, right? Like, my Tesla, bro, it going water. Oh, damn, your Tesla. Yeah, but like, you tell somebody, like, yeah, my vaccination, fam, this is, this 10 Gs. Oh, that's it? You only spent 10 Gs on the vaccine? Bro, bro, me? Me? 20 bands on vaccine. That's it, bro. My whole crew vaccinated, man. I'm telling you right now, you make, you get somebody start doing stuff like that, bro. That's when, that's when it go crazy. Have Soldier Boy promote the vaccination. That's when you're gonna win. <laughs> I don't I think maybe like maybe Soldier Boy from like seven, eight years ago, but like the current Soldier Boy that's that that's that sells that broken video game system. Nobody I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know if you're paying that much attention to his products. Like I'm not sure. One thing <laughs> one I mean, shout out to I mean, shout out to uh I guess shout out to Biden. Like he did a, he wanted to have a goal of like 70% vaccinated by July 4th, and according to Forbes magazine. Like as a country, we as a country, the country's vaccinated at 70%. Like, but 30 states don't have 70%. Mm -hmm. So it's like at this point, I think they should like leave people alone. Like the goal was 70%. There's states that don't got 70%, like Wyoming, Louisiana, Alabama, Idaho, Idaho, a couple other ones. Uh not not surprisingly, surprisingly, 20 of the states that like are significantly over 70% are states that voted for Biden. Like you mentioned Oregon, like they're over. They're over 70. California's over 70. And then a lot of other um, a lot of other Biden states. So, I mean, at this point, at being over 70 percent, I don't know why we're in a situation where like SF general feel like they got to give out supplemental COVID shots. Like, but San Francisco, well, always you know, like, look at C's get degrees. 
I, I mean, yeah, I mean, shit. Basically, yeah, it literally they do. It's, it's just, it, I think, I think what what made even add to the confusion even more was like they was like, yo, let's do boosters. Like, now nah, we can't do our boosters like quite yet because it hasn't been approved yet. And then San Francisco, San Francisco General was like, we about to give out the supplemental COVID shots. Like, if you just need a supplemental, you want a little boost, boost. And then CDC was like, nah, bro, like don't do that. And then and San Francisco was like, no, no, it's just the, it's not, it's not a booster. It's a, uh, it's just a supplemental. Wink, wink. CDC like, come on, blood. So SF is out here like Dino Brown giving out turkeys in the hood. Like, bro, these turkeys aren't sanctioned for for the for the hood. Like, where'd you get these turkeys from? I got them from my farm. But these farm, these are are these foster farms? No, these are Nino farms. And Nino just, farm chickens. And it's just, it's bad. So I don't know, man. It's I don't. It's leading. I think stuff like that is leading to like it's leading to more confusion. Um, even Joe Rogan got Joe Rogan got some um. Some backlash the other day, of course, because he was on his show talking with another guy about about a study that talked about how you shouldn't give out a vaccine during a pandemic while a vaccine is still mutating. Like basically essentially saying that um, the vaccine, the mutation isn't done doing its mutation while you're handing out vaccines. And he got some backlash that I was saying he, he talked about how he was getting like letters from like other doctors and PhDs regarding the study, but they won't speak up because they're afraid of getting canceled, which I mean, that kind of makes sense or whatever. But uh, for people that not want to speak up because they don't want to like get kicked out of their hospital or whatnot. But I mean, we have a lot of information and I just I just tend people to like I tend people to go and get their own because a lot of y'all are saying stuff that you just don't believe. Like whether like whether you're vaccinated or whether you're not vaccinated, what you're saying Please don't just be repeating. Please don't just be like repeating talking points. Like if you want to say, if you want to say, hey, the unvaccinated people are putting people at risk, dig deeper and read a couple articles to explain to me exactly how you know that. Or I'm sorry, why you think that one city it came from. If you're somebody that's like, they made the vaccine too fast. I need you to tell people how long it's supposed to take to make a vaccine and, and how right. when would you be okay? Would you, and if you're somebody if, and if you're somebody that's just anti-vax, that's cool. Be anti-vax, but don't call somebody that took the vaccine stupid and if you're somebody that's like pro-vax that's cool but don't tell somebody that's like unvaccinated because you can't prove that shit and it's so a lot of the a lot of the vitriol that everyone's exchanging back and forth is only making things worse and the way adults work the more you tell them to do something the less go, they're gonna want to do it you turn turning people the news is turning people that was like that was just kind of on the fence to like professionally anti-vax mm -hmm. and turning and turning people into like people that never got flu shots that's like i'm getting every flu shot now like swear up if you know if you know if you don't get a flu shot don't come to Thanksgiving. Right. Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston from Friends, she uh she like released a statement talking about she had to drop all of her friends for right now. They're unvaccinated because they're not like in her best health interest right now. And you know, um, it's a whole thing, bro. It's it's a problem. But the good news is the NBA All-Stars won the gold at the Olympics. So we got that, bro. Like we got that, man. I wish we, we had a proper thing to be like. <laughs> we have we Some have that because, shit. <laughs> because if we have if we have nothing else in this country, we have right. to win the gold in basketball. Have to. Have to. Like, man. Yeah. That it has to be a plus. It it's a it's a requirement, bro. And we uh the US the United States, like we got 39 golds, 41 silvers, 33 bronze. We got 113 medals all together. We out here. The US here's been the men's team and the women's team, both won gold. And here, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna admit that I'm somebody, I'm somebody that was that that was saying that if they didn't win, then I would be disappointed. But you know, I'm happy they won because if they didn't, as Dale said, y'all was gonna have to learn quote unquote Tokyo. That's what Dale yeah. said. 
Y'all got it. to stay, stay there and learn Tokyo. Not That's not <laughs> not Japanese, nope. not Chinese, not Just Taiwanese, but learn Tokyo. Learn <laughs> learn the culture. Like learn about That's hats it. and clothing, yeah. music. Just learn Tokyo. That's what you have to learn. That's Period. what you have to learn. You have to be that. You have to be that. Hey, but shout out though, hey, because you know what? My guy, you know, said town business, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, he might he tell him he my guy, but he your brother, you know what I'm saying? Draymond Green, you know what I'm saying? Joy is an elite company, you know what I'm saying? You know, somebody who was able to uh basically, man, he has three championships and he has two gold medals. So, you know what I'm saying? So only few that have done that, including MJ, Kobe, Braun, and also Scottie Pippen. So, yeah, man, shouts out. Draymond, man. Hey, big shouts out. My guy. Wait, what? Yeah, sure. Wait, no, so, wait, wait, who wait, who else is in that company? That was uh, MJ, Kobe, LeBron, and Scottie Pippen. Wow. That's it, yeah, man, yeah. Dre, that's y'all be crazy. Under, for all y'all that be hating on Dre, y'all gotta put some respect on my guy name, man, because y'all be quick to hate on him. He keep LeBron in the nuts, all that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? He's a I nut think, kicker. I think that 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 says that says something interesting about obviously like those people that you posted are like they're very high on the scoring chart, if you will. But I think it also says something about like about um not not enti- not entitlement in a bad way, but mm-hmm. be I'll, I'll say grateful, like because. There's other people that there's other people that could have had two gold medals and three championships, but just didn't yeah. want to go to the Olympics. Right. Like if you trip, but Draymond be so grateful to just to just be around the game that mm-hmm. like he ended up in that company while not being someone that that would be in that company of those men. That's great. Right. That's dope. That's dope. that's amazing, and that's and, and that's what I'm saying. And you know, those are the kind of things that you look out, you know, years down the line and be like, oh, yeah, man, this is what made him great. Or, you know what I'm saying? Don't forget about these things. And so that that's dope, man. You've, you know, a lot of people um, and, I, and I've always I, I, I have nothing but high thoughts of, uh, of Draymond just because of how he plays, uh, you know, the kind of the kind of stats awards that he's won, like winning, you know, getting triple doubles when it's not really about points. You know, things like that to me is just crazy. And a lot of times, you know, as a basketball player, we we very much always give so much high respect for the players who go out there and drop 80 or go out there and no, not 80. Let's just keep it buck. I'm not even doing that. But um, it, we give so much high respect for those cats who could drop like 20 to 40 points a game or, you know, something like that. But we don't pay enough honor to the guys who out there and really take on, I don't even want to say role player position, but take on the other duties of basketball because basketball is so much more than just scoring. And I see that a lot in these young guys now. It's like, they'll go down there, score, drop a bucket. And then, and then on the, and then on the other, on the opposite end of the floor, they can't do nothing. They don't have no defense. And I mean, and, I, and I'm talking about people that I play with and I'm talking about what I've seen in the NBA. Um, it's very hard to be a player that, you know, jumps in and can play a well-rounded game of basketball. That's not as always as easy as it seems. You know, there's not many players who are well-rounded when it comes to basketball like that. So, shouts out to him, you know, being able to do this and uh, definitely happy to see that, you know, that just adds to his legacy. Yeah, man, I think that it's it's interesting when you say, when you talk about, like, people that you see, like, on the basketball court that are, like, younger – the thing is, like, eventually those dudes that put up those type of buckets, um, 
like if they do end up going further, then they they have to make a choice because what ends up happening with a lot of those dudes, like if you put up buckets, like great, that's the illest. However, these guys were like the illest in like their cities forever. Then they go, then they go somewhere and like make a sacrifice. Like mm-hmm. I think Ben Wallace, Ben Wallace's like career point average maybe is like seven points, but he was like the rawest person in his state. So it's big for those dudes to even be willing to like to take to take the back seat. I mean, we'll talk about Melo a little bit later, but even when Melo first went to OKC, he was like laughing about sitting on the bench. Like, nah, be like, you may have to like sit on the bench, dog. Like this, this might be what you need to do. And I think some people just some people just easily just just take into that. Like, oh, this is nothing to me. Like, I could I could do this. I could fall back. Like Draymond, Draymond at Michigan State. Um, I think he averaged. Uh, I think his senior year, he averaged a little bit under twenty points a game, like mm-hmm. per game. Right. Yeah. And then you go to the NBA, it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to like pass the ball to like to the best shooter like on the planet. Or you could just be stubborn and go somewhere. Um, you could be stubborn and go somewhere else and lose and get bounced out of the league. Or you could yeah. put yourself in a situation to do what you love, which is hoop, which I think that I think that that's dope to me. Like, I definitely enjoy it. And when you say, like, when you say we, when you say, when you say people that play basketball, like, we look at that, like, I don't know if you mean like society, but like, I'm always watching for the dude on the court that's doing this shit that nobody's looking at because a lot of that shit, a lot of what people do that people aren't paying attention to like creates other plays. But you have no exactly. idea. Like you have no idea. Like how many times there's like, you'll, someone will be like congratulated for a rebound, but there's like a Draymond green, like box out, like next to the hoop. Or you'll yeah. see somebody get, you'll see, or you'll see like, you'll see Deandre Jordan get dunked on from like a putback, but it's because somebody else didn't box out their man or just didn't, or just wasn't even near their man. So yeah. like the, for like the, like the PJ Tuckers, the PJ Tuckers, those dudes, that aren't mm-hmm. ever noticed until like the finals finals, they gotta do that shit all year long. So yeah. I mean, shout out to them, bro. I did while, while, while we're on um, while I did mention Melo, you heard obviously that Melo went to the Lakers, right? I did, man. Um, shout out to him, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Banana bowl lifestyle. Uh, you know, he back with his man's in them. So I mean, do you you don't sound very enthusiastic about it? I don't. I mean why? I'm I mean, look, man, look, it's cool. I mean, the Lakers are in here. I mean, you know, shouts out to LeBron. He's able to now go out and handpick the players he want to have for his starting five lineup, which is which is which is wonderful. I love it. I hope one day, you know, um, I'll, I'll be able to do that too. Um, but I just feel like, bro, like this team looked like a retirement team. Like <laughs> this looks like Gary Payton, Carl Malone, um, Kobe. Uh, all them cats that was on the Lakers that 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 year that they did that every, that every Laker fan is disappointed about, and um, it's just it it just seems like my guy LeBron is just now just trying to get people trophies like yo I seen you out there Melo you trying hard fam you just can't quite get it you know what I mean Look, come on over here let's go ahead and get you a ship bro so you can find finally retire I don't know if he wants to retire or whatever but it just feels like man it's just a lot of old heads on one team. Um, I'm not too excited about it. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. Are you excited? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I know you are a, a big, a, a big mellow fan. So maybe you're very excited. Hey, why you say, why you say it's a bunch of old heads, but also say that you hope LeBron give you the chance one day, but you and LeBron <laughs> the same age. <laughs> so if you, let me get this straight. If you want the Lakers, it's not a team full of old heads, but if you don't get to play, then they just old heads. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's how everybody feel right now. Hey, that you know that's how people be doing it. You know how we be. Oh, you didn't pick me. I was over here. I knew LeBron. He didn't want to come get me. Oh, we be old heads anyway. 
like, bro, stop, stop putting me in like, stop putting me in your petty metaphors. Like, I don't want nothing to do with these petty action scenes you be building in your head. Like, you, you know how we do. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with that. Like, oh, me in, these, in, in these petty skits. But, but you gonna tell everybody, y'all know me. I'm a chill, nice guy. Dell, 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 Dell is Michael Jordan from Last Dance, and I took that personally. Dell, yeah. That's who he is. <laughs> I do take the person. That's who he is. I think my thing is, uh, I, it's weird. It's weird this finally ended up happening, bro. Like, finally, because this is what I think happened. I feel like, I think LeBron, LeBron and Melo was just, they were sipping some wine or whatever, just chilling. Just about the Olympic team. And then Brown was like, man, them boys about to get eliminated early. And then Melo's like, bro, you ain't the rawest, bro. They could win without you. And Brown was like, you're about to embarrass the culture. And Melo said, listen, if they make it further in the second round, you got to sign me. LeBron was like, LeBron, LeBron was like, LeBron was like, Negro, please say bet. And then LeBron was like, but, but, but if they get eliminated, if they get eliminated, you got to call the Kings for practice. And Melo was like, come on, bro. Like, the well, is it on? And they shook, they shook hands. And now Melo on the Lakers. So he's going to be in California regardless. Now he's just on the Lakers. Yeah, but Dale, you know how it'd be if you're on the Kings. So it's not quite. <laughs> like you basically playing for Napa. <laughs> Playing for, bro, like it would be better to play for Napa. Like, <laughs> bro, say it wouldn't be like, say it wouldn't be better to play to play for like Napa and Vallejo versus playing for Sac. Like, yeah, no, no, for real. I, I, I dead ass agree. Like for Napa, the Napa, Napa great. Napa, they could get wine. You know what I'm saying? Instead of Gatorade. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I think I don't know. So I, I mean, shout out, shout out to Melo. But this is this is a situation where. Because of Melo's game, he's one of those dudes that could just like play forever. He's a bigger, he's a he's a bigger Ray Allen with less three. It's not mm -hmm. like Carl Malone, where like Carl Malone is, I think, third all-time scoring. And he's like, he needs Carl Malone needs as as you age, it's easier to shoot than it is to power through people. And that's what Carl Malone didn't have like in his older age at the Lakers. I'm not gonna say he didn't have, but it was like deteriorating. And Gary Payton was like slower. But Carmelo. Right. Carmelo is still wet, so I think he's a good. I think he's a good addition to that team. And I honestly just, I like seeing Melo play. Like, and I want to see him get buckets. And he's got hella buckets on the scoring list. So yeah, but running the running bag up, like I'm all for it, man. I'm good. Also, keep it one. I'm not a Laker fan. However, as somebody that really wants to see LeBron play eventually one time in my life, the more dudes he get on his team, that's just one. That's just less games I gotta go to next year to see all these people play before they retire. Like I hope. I hope they could. I hope they could get uh, get Derek Jeter out of retirement from the from the Yankees. See if he want to join the Lakers. I could see him play. Like I just want to see everybody play that I that I may be that I may miss out on. So I'm for it, bro. Sign everybody. Sign, sign everybody. Yeah. Sign, but don't don't sign Dale because ain't nobody. I'm not trying to watch that shit, Brian. Like don't. Not time for that. Why you gotta hate on me though? Like I'm broad, but it's cool. I get it. I mean, haters gonna hate, but um, I, I feel like this though too. This is another thing I feel like. Uh, this is definitely gonna be I love that I love that energy that you're sitting here saying right now. Um that you would rather just be able to see that you would rather just be able to see all of these players play one simple game before they retire. I I I, I didn't think about that at all. And to me that's actually very, very a good idea. It does save you a lot of money. Um it does save you a lot of money to instead of being able to have to like, oh, I gotta go. LeBron might retire this year. Oh man, um, shoot, Melo might retire this year. 
You know what I'm saying? Now I got to go figure out how to get to this game or get to that game. Oh, yeah, it makes it so much easier. Oh, yeah. Let me just go ahead and actually get these guys out of the way. I could say, oh, I seen Melo play before he retired. Oh, man, I seen uh, Dwight Howard play before he was retired. But, oh, you did? That's dope. Yeah, it was all one year. I just saw him. It was one game, too. <laughs> and then my thing, and like... <laughs> And like my thing is this, right? The Lakers, the Lakers were the Lakers were tickets are going to be expensive anyway. So right. if it's going to be expensive anyway, that's why that's why I've never went. But if it's going to be, it's not going to be like five hundred more because Melo and Dwight are there. It's just mm -hmm. expensive already. It's expensive yeah. with AD and LeBron. So if it's already going to be like nine hundred for the ticket I want with 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 Carmelo and Dwight, it's good. What nine oh one? It's still the right. Lakers with LeBron and AD. So it's the best package deal you could possibly get. So. I mean, I saw I saw AI one time in my life. It was super dope, and um, every other game I went to since that was like not as good as those tickets. So I've always wanted to like just drop a drop a little uh, drop a little a little handful on some nice basketball tickets. I'm definitely definitely looking forward to that. I mean, one thing I wanted to ask you, bro. Um, Charles Barkley mentioned that like Giannis, Dirk, and Jordan understand like a different type of struggle. And this is this is whole thing because you know it's super team, blah, 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 blah. And I don't think Giannis is ever gonna have his like his own legacy without people being mentioned just because until he gets like a personality or like punches somebody in the face or whatever. So I want to ask you this does Steph Curry understand what struggle is? Will he end up battling that like when he retires like Steph Curry didn't really struggle. Do you feel like he will end up getting like that type of bad rap? Not really. I, and um, and the reason why is because I feel like Steph is one of those guys who happens to um, have done it on his own. Not really on his own. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say he's on his own. I don't feel like no player can really say I want to ship on my own. But like right. he's 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 a guy who's like shown that he's can be a leader of a team. Also, um, I feel like Steph's always been underestimated in a way. Um, you know, even from his time in college to his time coming into the league. Um, and he's proven year after year that he's elite. And, you know, even when he had, you know, continuous injuries, he's always been a, he, I mean, for him to overcome those injuries, to be um, a player who has, you know what I'm saying, won an anonymous MVP, um, you know, things like that, uh, who, not anonymous, but yeah, he's just, he's, he's, he's won, he's won MVPs, he's won championships, he's, he has transitioned the game in itself a lot too, I mean, now everybody wants to be a deep shooter, you know what I'm saying, so I just feel like when people say, oh, he didn't struggle, I think you got to keep in mind that Steph is, you know, about 6'4", maybe 6'3", really, and I mean, he's shot over some of the tallest dudes in the NBA. He's 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 crossed some of the best guards in the NBA. He's you know what I'm saying. He's done he's done tremendous things. So I think, and also he's took a team. He's took a team that wasn't really like even on a championship spectrum at one point. You know what I mean? And brought them to the ship. Brought them to the light. I mean, at one point, a lot of people forget me. We was we believe we can win a championship. You know what I'm saying? Now it's we know we can win a championship to a point where we became the biggest threat in the NBA. You know that these teams are built because of what we've done. And I'm and, and not and, and I'm saying that as if I was Steph. Like that's how Steph's got to look at it. Like I, I, you know what I'm saying? 
I basically encouraged or I basically um, pushed teams to have to join together to have to come together and beat us just because we played better as a, as a unit that they felt like they had to go and get other pieces to be better than us. So no, nah, man, he definitely had to struggle. And, and not only that, it's like now, let's say he was when, let's just say for some reason, I mean, some of y'all going to say it's far-fetched, whatever, right? But let's just say the Warriors win this year. I mean, I mean, the upcoming year, right? They beat the Lakers with this souped-up team. They beat over Brooklyn with this souped-up team. They do all of this, right? The Warriors win. That's the struggle. But people, and you know what I'm saying? And then, and that's going to be that that's going to be marked down in the books forever. He's beat, um, like Giannis didn't even beat LeBron. You know what I'm saying? He ain't even beat LeBron as far as he ain't go to the ship and beat LeBron. That's not who he was matched up against. Curry has. Curry has beat LeBron. He has beat Harden. He has beat um, Dane Willard. He has beat he has beat people that we called in this era of basketball goats or at least uh, elites or superior elite. So, yeah, he struggled. So I think I think um, I don't think he's ever going to have to look back and say, oh, man, they're going to or anyone's ever going to look at his legacy and say he didn't struggle. I, if anything, I mean, if, if they want to hate, it's because of how easy he makes it look. Because he does make it look easy when he's shooting deep like that, and it's like you know Curry could come down and bust a shot, and then and then and then do it, and then do a shimmy on you after he do it. Like that's crazy to me. He makes it look easy. Like, it may, he make it look so easy. He got he got he, like I said, man. I'm telling you right now, he got players who you know these future these future players getting ready to to try to want to be just like him. You know, to every time that someone shoots, they're like, that's very Curry-ish. You know what I'm saying? Before it was MJ. Now it's Curry. It went from, remember when people used to shoot the ball or shoot up a, a paper uh, a, a paper ball and you shoot in the garbage can, you'd be like, MJ. That was that was like 90s. Then 2000s came. Then you were soon it Kobe. Now it's Curry. I mean, so no, man, he's a goat. Means he struggled. Do you think, so do you think that do you think that Curry probably would never get a bad rap because the NBA needs him? The NBA doesn't really do. You, or do you think that do you think that Giannis isn't that important, but the NBA does need him? Like, do you think the NBA needs Giannis right now? Because the thing is, the storyline is like it was so good to see somebody win that hasn't won. It's just it's really good. It's good for the NBA. It's good. For, it's good for the world. It's good for global warming. Like, do you think do you think the NBA needs him? Honestly, Dale. I think I don't think the NBA needs him. I think the media needs him. I think the media loves the idea that there is there is this player who is doing it on like they because it's still it gives in that concept that basketball is um because everybody still wants that that Michael Jordan fantasy. They still want that. They still want stay on your team and just play and just win ships for your team until you retire and then come back and then play for another team or retire. But first retire, come back, play for your team, then retire, come back and then play for another team. That's fine. But you, they need that concept of you stayed in the NBA, you did this because of the fact like LeBron being able to take his own initiative to move to whatever team he wanted to move gave a different kind of mindset to a lot of other players so then it's like the battle of 
Then it was that battle of, well, like, should players stay on their team or should players like, go to other teams? So that the media needs it because it continues to feed that aged argument of, do you stay on your team and continue to wait to when they finally get players around you? Or do you go and make your own team? So they need Giannis to battle that argument against LeBron. Yeah, I think I, I think that uh, no, you're right. It does it does make for great it does make for great LeBron hate fodder. I believe that eventually a lot of people are gonna have to just be honest about it and say and say I like when my team is good, but I don't like when I don't like when other teams are good because it's people going to different teams is the amount of it's it's, it's hella subjective. Like yeah. it's like G, GMs GMs do their best to make their teams better, so they trade people. And then players yeah. players should do their best to win championships. They should go places where they could win because their like future when they're drafted is completely random. When you're a junior in college or a junior in high school and you're the rawest, you don't know how good the Kings, Heat, Mavericks are gonna be. You don't know who's gonna pick. You telling me? Tell me somebody random is gonna pick you and you have to live there the rest of your life. Right. That's stupid. Like, That's like not, nobody, only nobody believes fulfill that. The, fulfill the public. Like, just stay on that team, fam. You shouldn't leave. Like, why? Like, then you just come, you get hurt. You know, tear your ACL and just can't play the same like you used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, like look at D Rose. You know what I'm saying? D Rose, D Rose is now, if he has a good game, it's he vintage D Rose. That's vintage D Rose. Like, mm, like, come on, man. D Rose was amazing. People forget that rookie year D Rose came out. And he was really just, you know. What I'm now people don't forget. I mean, of course that that wouldn't that 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 doesn't make sense. What I just said. People are mentioning the vintage D Rose, but but people tend to act like he didn't like 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 he still ain't as dope as he was you know what i'm saying like he's dope he's still a dope player like he gets in games and sometimes he lights it up like this last this last up uh, these last uh post this post series he was doing his thing you know what i'm saying like he was more talked about than their starters people were like oh damn i didn't even know he didn't start you know because he was just so nice with it you know but yeah man they they want you to stay on the team and charge yourself that's how they used to do that's how they used to do slaves they want you to stay on the plantation until they sell you that will be the point of being a slave, yo. But I, I understand. I, I understand what you're saying. But you can, you know what I'm saying. That's, but I'm just saying, like, if you you couldn't be in there, like, hey, bro, like, I kind of they want to you to stay. King. I want to go to Candy King. I want to go to can, the Cotton Candy Slave Slave Plantation. I'm tired of being over here. This shit wet. I'm a good slave. I do all the right stuff. I'm the most picking cotton up motherfucker over here. And y'all ain't picking me. Y'all, I don't need this shit. Cotton candy been wanting me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, while we're, um, while we're in the concept of like organizations needing people, like whether it's whether it's media needing Giannis or whether it's like plantations needing free labor, I have a question for you, bro. Do you feel like because there's a there's a there's a smoky smoky like thinnish cloud like coming down the hall of hip-hop right now it's real smoky you can't really see you can smell a little bit but it's kind of one of those odors where you think it'll go away like like somebody walked by when it's a fart like oh man you hope it goes away but sometimes they just be living in that aisle while in the grocery store like bro they left a big one here and that fart i'm asking you about is takashi 69 and the reason i'm asking you about it is because it's an interesting um contrast between what's happening in our media and what's also happening 
and like, I mean, our music, right? So when you talk about, let's say, when we talk about Trump, right? And Twitter got rid of him, Facebook got rid of him, but for some reason, his statements still leak out. And Trump was the big boogeyman for for media, for for politics, for for America. That was our boogeyman. Now the boogeyman is no longer COVID; it's the unvaccinated, right? Yeah. So when we when we talk about six nine recently, had an interview with like Whack One Hundred. For those of y'all that don't know, Whack, I'll just say Whack One Hundred is a street dude that has done interviews on Vlad TV. That's all you need to know because those dudes are Vlad. Vlad is either interviewing somebody that makes music or he's interviewing street dudes if you want to see that. People oh, and it's also say he's the games manager. Okay, fine. And then he's then he's then you also got you also got uh, DJ Academics who is uh, pretty much a uh, hip hop publicist and journalist. Um he he's DJ? Just, <laughs> nah, nah. He only, he only spinning the ones and twos. He's a DJ. He's a DJ in the sense of the brother of your favorite um comedic actor um the dj well dj sw1 um sean wayans yeah he's oh, a dj okay. the dj SW1. in that sense so so uh so six nine sits down with whack with uh whack 100 and dj academics and just basically just talk about six nine not being a gangster or whatever the video has over a million views dell i'm asking you this fart that has snuck in this hip-hop needs six nine and let me let me just let me preface this with this the reason I am the reason I'm asking that, like this week particularly, is because we've had some people say some things. I'll just say, I'll say the baby. We have, we've had the baby say some things and have to apologize, right? And we've had uh, we've had Boozy say some things and have his Instagram taken down. And we have six nine who doesn't apologize for anything and calls random dudes bitches and is high level disrespectful and and has used the n and has been a Latin guy that has used the n word. And more in, more in this interview than any Latin man in the history of language civilization. So I'm asking you, like, do is it this is this a Scarface situation? Like, we need people like you. Like, do we need this deal right now? Is this the, do we need this fart in the aisle? Man, I'm about to blow your mind because yeah, unfortunately we need him, and I'm about to tell you why. It's not because I like him. It's not because I think he's good for the culture, but I it, in a way I think it's that we need to keep in mind that. These dudes, to keep in mind to tell you kids out here who think the stuff that you hear in music is real um, and that you should be out here trying to imitate these lifestyles, you need him. You need somebody like him to keep in mind that a lot of the shit you hearing is fake, man. You need that shit. You need that. Here's a, a, a perfect example of this, right? What's crazy about this whole argument stuff is what's really the biggest thing that has erupted out of this is the fact that Jim Jones is being called a snitch. Yes. So, yeah. um, you know, and it kind of really made me think like, I mean, I've, look, you know, I, I remember the earlier, um, the earlier our allegations about him being a snitch. I mean, um, I mean, I'm talking about from the Max B situation to um, to even 50 Cent calling him a snitch to, you know, even Cam allegedly parting ways from him because um, there were some allegations that he was a snitch and things like that, right? However, one thing that I know, I mean, mind you, I'm not a gang member. I, I don't, I don't. I don't want to be a gang member, none of that shit. I'm from East Oakland. All we, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Uh, we don't do gangs. We, you know what I'm saying? Our stuff is turf-wise and things like that. But even then, I'm not, I'm not someone who 
I'm not a, I'm not a street dude. I'm gonna just keep it a book. I'm not a street dude. I'm, I'm, I know the streets, but I ain't gonna say, I'm a street, I'm a real, real, you know, but no, I ain't none of that. I'm a regular dude, right? But like, you're, you're about Vax time. I'm about, I'm about Vax time, facts, but, uh, but no, but the thing, the thing that I realize is, is that like what Wack have pointed out was very clear, right? Like one thing I know about like gangs is, is paperwork, 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 paperwork. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying about none of that stuff. It don't matter about like, for example, you know, the dudes who, you know, they say, oh man, you know, the dude who killed Nip, the reason why Nip killed him is because, uh, you know, the reason why Nip got killed is because he dude called, uh, you know, Nip called Eric Holder a snitch, right? So I guess in reality is there's no paperwork out there. Gangs live by that. When you get out of jail and uh, they, the first thing you do when you meet in with your gang and y'all, and y'all go and they, and, and they, and they, and then they want to politic with you. The first thing you got to do is show your paperwork. That's the first thing they want to do. They don't want to hear nothing you got to talk about. They don't want to care about none of that shit. The only way you can prove yourself that you ain't no snitch is showing your paperwork. So the snitching is so real that I felt like the game and, and, and the culture, I'm saying, and the game, the, the, the culture needs someone like 6 9 because it reminds people that, like, bro, like, like, people snitching this shit. These streets, man. People gonna snitch on you. People gonna drop the dime on you. They gonna be out here rather than live free. So that's why I say, like, it needs to be seen that this dude can still be out here living free and that nobody would, that he can sit down and talk to an alleged real gangster. You know what I'm saying? Really from the streets, really from Gardena, really Damu, really Power, whatever he is. You know what I'm saying? They can, he can really sit down here and talk to this dude very disrespectfully, right? Not get touched. Because in reality, bro, Y'all don't need to be living by this culture. So this is supposed to wake y'all kids up to make y'all realize like this shit ain't really real, bro. That's the politics and shit that they put in place ain't really, really nothing. Cause they'll still take this bag or this money over anything, no matter what is what is attached to your name. If you got enough money to um show someone that it don't even matter what your paperwork say really. That honestly, I got money. They gonna let you get talked to. However, one thing I do like about what uh, what Wax said in this interview was he was like, "I'm not even calling you a rat because when he had to say that because then that you know when they find out like what's basically happening to Wax now is people are like, well, you even sat down with this snitch character. It's kind of like the like you mentioned Trump earlier. It's kind of like when Steve Harvey went to go uh, sit down with Trump and everybody was mad at him, right? Like, oh, can't believe you would even do that. That's crazy, right? But it's like. I felt like I feel like the culture needs a six nine. And my main point is to this is for us to realize that the stuff that we see in this lifestyle is not real. And the fact is that the culture and the conduct that they live by and the codes that they live by can get turned around at any moment. The realest thing that six nine is even doing here is just tell is just talking. Cause all he doing is talking, but all the stuff that he's saying right now, it ain't, he's, he's outrageous with it. He's crazy with it. But the crazy thing about the whole thing that he's saying right now though, is a lot of it is proven points. Cause he's like, yo, like you see how the politics in this shit, like da, 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 da. I mean, he ain't even saying to the shit I'm saying it to. I'm saying that the fact that dude even sit down, I'm like, you ain't even supposed, if you really gang gang, you ain't supposed to be associating with raps. 
You know what I mean? That ain't even that ain't even supposed to be what you're supposed to be even dealing with. You know? That's why I kind of respect Meek Mill so much. Because when Meek Mill was like, well, I ain't even got enough time for you. But that's why I also said Meek Mill still didn't even got involved in the first place even talking about this dude. You know what I mean? Because a lot of, like, I respect him for what he did when he was in public, but I also think that it kind of messed him up a little bit because it's like, you shouldn't have even been addressing this dude in the first place because y'all supposed to be gang gang. Y'all ain't supposed to be addressing with these dudes. And when y'all, and it's supposedly when y'all see these cats, it's supposed to be on site. You know what I'm saying? But it just goes to show the culture that none of this shit that all these dudes be talking about, they going to do in their music, all the shit that they said they going to do, that they will not do. And it shows the culture that. So that's the reason why I say it's kind of like, it's just, it's just to make you realize that this is all a movie. This ain't nothing. This shit is a movie. These fools want you to believe that they so real and so this and so that. But in reality, all the money talk more than any money talk more than six nine. Hey man, that's no, nah, that's real talk. That's 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 very well that's very well said. I could tell I could tell that you watched you watched more than 10 minutes of this interview. Because when I watched the first 10, I was like, wait a minute, this is weird. But then end up but after after investing so much time into it, I was like, oh wait a minute, this is this is a PSA. Like yeah. this is a PSA because um, you said it perfectly, man. Like this, if you watch this whole video, then for those of y'all that are like, for those of y'all that's living this life and can't leave it, I get it. But for those of y'all like this, like gangster adjacent, like that, that for those of y'all that would be like, if I was six nine, I would have snitched too. Listen, you need to get out of this life because they mm -hmm. talk about this a lot. Where six nine is like, man, he's like they kidnapped, they kidnapped me and smashed my baby mama. Like and then, it, then they didn't even go help. They didn't do nothing to the dudes that did it. Like what do you expect me to do? And Wack One Hundred was like, you that doesn't mean you get to go inform. Like, that's not what that means. Like, the rules are stupid. He's like, yeah, the rules are stupid. Wack 100 said, bro, if you playing baseball, you playing basketball, like, it's different rules. And I thought about, it, like, damn, like, if there's, there's a whole bunch of establishments that all of us participate in where rules don't make any sense. Like, places where you've worked at and you need to be 15 minutes early, but your, but your management or your leadership comes in an hour late every other day. That doesn't make any sense, but that's just how we live. Why? Quote, unquote, because there's salary. Like if we live, if you, if you're in a fight with a woman in the streets in front of Home Depot and you put hands on her, you're going to jail. She hits you and then she, you got, you going to have to sit in the back of the car and explain what happened. Y'all go home and get everything, everything's going to be cool. But we all participate in these um establishments, organizations. If you make more money, if you make, if you make six figures, you got to pay significantly. You have, if you make six figures, the money that you're going to pay that year in tax, depending on your write-offs is going to be more than some people made that year. How? Right. That's just the rules of taxes. Or you could just be dirty with your money and get caught later, but those are the rules. That's just how it works. So this was a real interesting breakdown from two people that one person was involved after being involved for dec for decades. Another person like got like rose to the top because they had a bag with them. And then once the bag ran out, they just treated this man just however. But I would agree with you, though, where the fact, like, you do need people like this so people can see, like, yo, these dudes that are talking about these things aren't doing these things like y'all think they're doing these things. So people that you guys are emulating, like, trying to be like, like, this interview will let you know, like, yo, it's not really even happening like that. And and this shit does pick and choose. At 669, I'm saying pick and choose, like, selective politics. No, but politics are selective. Like, that's literally, like, what politics are. Right. It's selective. Like, that's what we do. So it was cool, man. I'm glad that you took the time to, like, check it out. One thing I do want to ask you, bro, when you see, like, Yak, Wack 100 on there just being, like, 
like an old dude? Like, is can you get too old to be bank to be gang banging Dale? Like, does it is there an end? Like, I mean, can you retire? Or? I mean, in in reality, no, you can't retire. Gang banging is for life, fam. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? There is no. It's not like a job, family at 65, all of a sudden you start getting SSI for gang banging. Like, no, nah, that's not that's not what that's not how it rolls. You know what I'm saying? If you're a gang banger, you're a gang banger. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing about it is you can be an active gang banger or you can be an inactive gang banger. Currently, right now, I would say Wax is probably an inactive gang banger. I'm not for sure. Keep me wrong. I don't want to get no blood running up on me. Like, nigga, he really out here. You know what I'm saying? I just want to keep it real. Like to me, what, what based on what I'm seeing, the way that he moves, it's like an inactive gang member. You know, like active gang members. You know what I'm saying? It's always gang on set. You know what I mean? It's never, it's never none of that. It's never none of that bullshit that goes along with it, right? Um, and I feel like not. Nah, I feel like he ain't too old, but I feel like his thing is is his thing. See, the thing is 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 whack is. Wack is an opportunist. You know what I mean? He's taking opportunity. Just keeps his name relevant. Like you said, this got how many, how many millions of views you said this shit got? I think it has about a million. Even but even during during the during the interview, he even told academics, like, man, this is he's like he's like he's like six nine. If I want to get at you, I'll get at you. But this is just for entertainment. He told yeah, academics that. And that's what I mean. Like he's just an entertainer. And like the fact that it is, is like if you even think about what happened, right? The thing that killed me, right, is Everything that was spoken on about in this in this interview, so uh, all six nine wanted to like whack. All he wants to do is get paid from this shit. That's it. He just wants to get paid. He knows six nine name is whatever attached to six nine's name about some shit. And if it's if it's attached to that, it's more than likely gonna get a whole bunch of views. So he knows that. You know what I'm saying? Six nine. He wants to use the whack one hundred to spark more to, to spark more trolling shit all the shit that he wanted to do let's talk about Dirk. what the fuck Dirk and bond got to do about this shit first off let's just keep it a buck six nine Dirk will fuck you up i don't even like i'm gonna keep it real with you this dude like shit he talk about he ain't really about that i'm gonna be real with you these shy rack dudes they really about that shit so they really with that shit they they are really these bds gds all of them them fools is really with that shit they really out here doing this they ain't, you know what I mean? They ain't playing this shit. They ain't, this ain't no play play. You know what I mean? These fools came up from the mud to get to where they at. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that you keep trying to, like, you know, what killed me was when Black was like, I call him right now. I'll get him in the hotel. Y'all can go ahead and do this squabble. He didn't want none of that. He don't want that smoke. Because he know Dirk will fuck you up. So it's like, you just want to, but, but the thing that he wants to do is he wants Black to fall victim into like dissing one of these dudes so then he can say look other bloods dish you see that's the thing that that six nine is good six nine is good in the bait niggas making them think that oh i could say this like and and, and, and an example is is how 21 got involved in this that's six nine baiting the situation he baited that in he made whack and, and he did the same thing with jim jones situation he baited whack into whack Go, going in to say to say well based on what you're saying yeah then if it's that way then that's what it is right so like whack was like and i'm gonna just keep it real with you this is my knowledge of what i know about the streets mind you i said i'm not a street nigga i just know i've just been in the streets but in the sense of this right whack right like in my mind whack was like yo if anybody if you call somebody a snitch 
you gotta uh you gotta deal see with them it. when you see them right? right to me that's not really the truth it's actually if you were called a snitch right and you really not a snitch you got to deal with that person that called you a snitch it ain't you ain't got to do nothing if you call somebody a snitch it's just you it's almost like um I can't even think of what I would say right now. I, I ain't even got a clear. Uh, I ain't even got a clear metaphor for this one. But I was just gonna say, like, like you can't do that. You can't sit over there and like it ain't. You ain't gotta do nothing. If you the if you the person that calls somebody a snitch, that's supposed to do something. They supposed to prove their point. You ain't gotta go up and fight nobody that you call a snitch. You should stay further away from somebody that you think is a snitch. Hence, why Nipsey, if he thought Eric Holder was a snitch, that's why he said, bro, you gotta go that way. You know what I'm right. saying? Because right. like, it I don't need to be associated with you. I don't need nobody to think that I'm associated with you. Hence, I'm gonna bring it back to Jimmy. Jimmy being caught with uh with Alpo at his birthday party is hence why more fuel on the fire of him being labeled a snitch. People are like, oh, they using that now. You was hanging out with Alpo. You a known snitch. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like you can't like being called a snitch is being called a snitch, but you gotta deal with it. That's what Eric, and that's why a lot of people say, not a lot of people, because most people are with Nipsey like I am. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to see that king get killed. But I'm saying, some people in the gang culture are like, well, Eric Holder did what he was supposed to do. You know, he got called a snitch. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, I feel like uh, that's how, but that's how you should move. If you're gonna be like, oh, you call me a snitch, then I'm, I gotta, I gotta fight you because I can't let that, be, I can't let that be on my jacket. You know what I'm saying? And that's far, partly why Jimmy is caught up even more into this is because people are now like, and what happens is people start doing research, more and more and more research. Mind you, Jimmy ain't on all paperwork. So really in reality, as far as like the gang culture goes, he ain't gonna be labeled a snitch because there's no paperwork that identifies any snitch. You could call somebody since 50, people call 50 a snitch all the time. Well, he snitched on Supreme, he snitched on Supreme. There's no paperwork that show that he snitched on Supreme. So nobody would ever say 50's a snitch. You know what I'm saying? They can, they can say it all they want, 50 used to snitch on people, but. Nobody ain't gonna never put it to the point of like how they do a six nine. It's on paperwork. You are a snitch. You know what I'm saying? Man, so, that shit. That shit. Wild. That shit. I don't know, bro. That shit. Wild. Complicated. You really be in the streets. <laughs> that shit. No, that, it that is. Shit, I wild. Mean, complicated. It is, bro. Because because like I really be associating with gang members, and I know that they tell me the real shit. It's like, yo, soon as you get out of jail, fam, first thing you do, soon as you get out of jail, you go meet up with your gang. It's like checking in with your probation officer. You go check in. What's up? You know, blood, cuz, whatever. Woo, woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? They check you. You know what I'm saying? But where your paperwork at? You can't say I lost my paperwork. You can't have none of that. You got to be able to prove your paperwork right there. So they read over your paperwork. And once they read over your paperwork, they either say, okay, he ain't no snitch. Woo, 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 and they keep it moving forward. That's how it works in the gang culture. That's literally how they politic. That's why, that's why, that's why uh, Wack was so like, well, he ain't a snitch because of this and this. If this, that's why he said, well, where's the paperwork? That's why he kept saying, where's the paperwork? That's why, that's all they care about is paperwork. They don't give a fuck yeah. nothing else. Anybody can say whatever. He snitched on me and said this. Do you got paperwork? Nope. But then nigga, he ain't no snitch. Nigga could have snitch. You ain't got no paperwork. You ain't no snitch. That's really it. That's that's all it is. It ain't no paperwork. Feds ain't got you saying that you snitch. Then that's it. Cause like, oh, you know, and like with six nine, he kept wanting to like prove that like all these other dudes ain't ain't as real as they say they is. That they did stuff and all this other stuff. And all this shit he coming out with is all like internet myths. You know what I mean? Snoop snitch. Snoop did this. You got paperwork. 
Well, 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 he he has like. Let me not. Well, let me let me say let me say this. I don't. I want to give him a little bit more credit than than uh, the internet myths. I want to say he has like high level speculation because it's like it's like it's enough to ask somebody a question without answering them a question. Like the, when he asked him about the Snoop Dogg thing, it's like, well, why does Snoop Dogg have a restraining order on Snoop? I mean, on, on, why does Snoop Dogg have a restraining order on Suge? And then Wack was like, oh, well, because it's probably set up like a play for like later on. And then Six Nine was like, what the fuck? And then. And then Six Nine is like, well, okay, my question is this: like, if Jim Jones is on tape, like setting up a murder to get me hit, why is me in jail for like conspiracy to commit a commit a murder? And people are like, what? And it's like, does he have paperwork? Like, nah, but the tape is on YouTube. Yeah. So, so like that's those are the things that like I guess to continue your point that like set up internet myths, but those questions are like legitimate questions in a way. But there's no answer to those questions. It's just like, well, Six Nine, Six Nine do make a good point. And now there's just chaos. Like, but it don't, it don't matter. <laughs> you got it's like this. It's like back in our day, back in our day when we were younger. It's all about what you said. Like you could say anything, right? But if somebody could pull up receipts saying that you said something else, all that matters at that moment, you you damn near can have proof of the shit that happened. All that matters at that moment is what those receipts say. Oh, yeah, I'm that's, not saying that. Like, I'm yeah. not I'm I'm not saying that's how paperwork works. I'm not I'm not saying that that New York are like I'm not saying New York needs to kick out kick out Jim Jones or like gangs need to like redo their policies. I'm talking about for the uh I'm talking about for the segment of fans that follow this stuff and like run with it. That's what I mean. Yeah. So no, so I agree. yeah, so yeah, I'm not I I I I I've spent so much time watching the interview like I get the paperwork like scenario, I understand. I'm just saying that like Six nine. When you say like internet myths, I think six nine does a better job than like creating myths, but like creating like creating questions within certain things. And like, that's where he's brilliant at. And that's right. why it's like all that yelling and shit that he does, rah rah shit that he does. The thing that he does the best is is he leaves people with uh, speculation. He leaves you with speculation. Like, wait, you know what I'm saying? That don't make no damn sense. Like you said, it don't make sense. Why is Jim Jones on a conspiracy tape now? Everybody, Jim Jones is red. He red. Now that's gonna be a whole thing, right? <laughs> right. Now right. that brings it all back up. Like, oh damn! Now Jim Jones got to sit here and face this shit. He got to have Queens flip come out. They got to call Mel Matrix to prove that he. You know what I'm saying? Well, but you said you, there's no paperwork. So you said it doesn't. It doesn't matter on the streets. It just, but the media. Just... But see, it don't matter to us because we civilians though. So as a civilian, right, like if to the gang culture, all his gang gonna say there ain't no paper. That's why I like Mel Matrix, like it ain't no paperwork, him snitching, so it don't matter, right? Like, but I'm saying like I'm like civilians because civilians, we don't have we're not influenced by the gang. We're just civilians. So to us, logic kicks in. Wait, you right. Why the fuck is Jim Jones on the thing talking about he do this, do that, do this, and he ain't in jail? Why? And then all of a sudden you start going back further, because this is what happens. When something, when, when a uh, inkling of some information is released, then we do our research to find out. Wait, and you start going back, and then all of a sudden, other stuff start. The connection starting to come along because it's a domino effect. Like if that inkling comes in, and now they need to figure out, wait, that inkling. Now there comes a snowball effect where all of your information starts getting put out. Now they're talking about the gun charges you have in Virginia. They're talking about all of this other stuff that then came up. You know, where it's like, bro, Jim Jones just got off of a, he, he just got done doing the verses. We ain't even talking about his verses no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, wait, are you saying, wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to follow what you're saying. I understand, I understand that the gang doesn't care about what 6 9 say, but are you saying that 6 9 is going to create a domino effect where people are really going to dig, dig deep and the gang will eventually start caring? 
I think so. I think oh, that they eventually okay. start to like because that's then what happens, is, what happens is, is and, and that and that's how and that's why this shit's stupid because it's like all of a sudden the gang can start believing it, like, well, I mean, but he snitched and like because one thing he doing, one thing I'll say about six nine though, he telling the truth in this shit. He definitely <laughs> telling a lot of fucking truth. He telling at least his truth. I mean, for what we can say, you know what I'm saying? He ain't he ain't holding back shit. He's saying everything. It's like he doing as much talking as he was doing when they had him in the courtroom. Because he was like, he's, he in there, this nigga did that, this dude did that, this dude did that. I'm like, damn, like, you, you still snitching? Yeah. You ain't got, you ain't got enough? Like, you, <laughs> you know, know I think, I, I think his, I think his, uh, I think the vitriol towards him is so different. Um, and you made this point earlier, like, you were like, you were like, Meek Mill didn't address it and you'd appreciate it more if Meek Mill if Meek Mill like didn't address it at all, but I think I think that some rappers, I know people shouldn't associate with him, but I think some rappers just had to say something about it just because just because he sent a lot of black men to jail for hundreds of years. So that's still creating like pain in the culture. So it has to be mentioned, but I get what you mean, where it's like people should have said it. I gotta say this. I gotta say this because I'm kind of I'm kind of low key, kind of like tired of that. Like, and this is not to defend this man. He didn't send them fools to jail. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. They sent themselves to jail. Y'all knew he didn't have a heart for this shit. Y'all knew he didn't have a heart for this shit. Y'all knew y'all, y'all. Look, one thing I said about what Wax said, and he said, look, man, I talked to, I talked to, we talked to Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? We told Jimmy, woo, 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 woo. you should get him out of y'all circle. This dude ain't good for the dumb moves, blah, 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 right? Bro, they was like, no, nah, this a money move. You know what I'm saying? One thing I respect about what Mel Matrix said, he's like, yo, I, 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 I take action for the shit that I did. Because they know. They shouldn't have fucked with him. They would have still been out. They not fucked with him. They brought him on. They gave him this persona. They gave him the confidence to think he could be out here screaming Treyway. They did that shit. So I don't think he that he took them down. I think they took themselves down. You make a bad move, shit, it don't matter. If, if the bad move come and bite you in the butt, that's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Later down the line, you can't be like, well, I blame him. It's all his fault. No, because y'all was out here and y'all knew what kind of end up. Y'all knew he didn't have a heart for this. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't initiate him. Y'all didn't do all the shit y'all do with other gang members. He had the bag. And that's what this, this gang culture got to stop doing. Y'all got to stop extorting these niggas. And then, and and, and the way, and because if y'all going to extort them, extort them. You know what I mean? Hey, give me money. You under me, give me money. That's how you extort somebody. John Gotti used to extort people. You know what I'm saying? These real gangsters used to extort people. These fools want to be taken care of. And so what happens is they give them, like, the same thing with Soldier Boy. You know what I mean? You know, no disrespect. I know, you know what I'm saying? But they might be consider him a real blood. They might consider Chris Brown a real blood. They might consider all these cats real bloods, whatever. But stop putting these dudes on sets that... You know what I mean? And then when they come out and then they go to jail, because mind you, bro, they don't, they care more about their life than they care about the set. You yourself was raised in the set. All you know is the set. If you from Inglewood family, if you from Rolling 60s Crib, if you from Fruit, uh, if you from the Fruit Bloods, if you from any, any, any set, you know what I'm saying? Bro, like you were bred in that set. You were raised to protect that set. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, um, I mean, to, to give you an example, it's like a man in, it's like a man in, um, back in, it, it, it's like a man that might be a ninja. If he a ninja, just to give y'all some anime, if he a ninja, he, Naruto was bred to be a, a, a ninja. He was bred. That's what they did. He was a ninja. He never going to trade on his ninja set, never going to trade on his ninja laws, right? That's how y'all raised 
in y'all sets. So when y'all raised in y'all sets, y'all don't bring other people. You don't bring other people in like, I know he's from this area, but like he should be dealing with our set because he got the bag. Y'all trying to get the money. You know what I mean? And it's like, then you you, you bring him on. Like, no, he with us. He with us. And then he snitched. He never was loyal to y'all. He didn't come up with y'all. He went out there fighting after school with y'all. He went out there ducking bullets with y'all. He just somebody who had a bag. So it's your fault. Because you put somebody on who wasn't out there with you in the field. You put them on based on what they had, not with what they done. And that's what the gang shit is about. It's about what you done, not what you have. That's a, I think that's a that's a that's a, a a values versus economics lesson though, regardless of what organization you participate in. Like if you take if you take the if you you accept the wrong bag, then you accept the consequences of that bag. Right. I'm not I'm not saying don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not saying it's all I'm not saying it's all six lines fault that men made decisions. I'm just saying when you say that people should, like Meek Mill shouldn't have addressed him at all. I think there's things that ha there's things that have to be addressed because that like I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying what you're saying. We, everything you said is right. That doesn't make it okay. It does like that doesn't that doesn't make it okay for someone to like for like while out in the streets while out in the streets until shit hits the fan and it's not cool anymore and then send a bunch of people to jail. I get why he did it. I understand, but that doesn't make it right. It's not cool. Like it's so not. it's so that's that's I'm I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not of the belief that of like. People like six not to just run up, just jumping in gangs, and when shit ain't cool no more, just just snitch on everybody into a year. That's not. That's not like. It's just not a good it's look. Not cool, but you also. It's like this. It's like this, man. It's like. It's like you know, put a little line to our to our things. At one point in our lives, our crew was our crew. We had a crew. We had a little small crew. We didn't just input anybody in our crew. We inputted the people who fuck with us, who did the shit that we did. If we got in trouble, we got in trouble, and we knew we was all gonna go down. You know what I'm saying? We knew that. If we got in trouble, we weren't going to be snitching on each other. It was like, yo, we all go down. You know what I mean? And we knew not to input. We weren't going to input little Timmy in our crew who ain't never stole nothing, ain't never done nothing in his life. We ain't going to put him in our crew. Like, He's running with us now. What if, what if little, like, but what if, what if little Timmy had, had his L's early and had a bag and had a Durango? And was driving us around instead of us walking all over the place. We wasn't, it's been plenty of dudes who did all of that, right? Nah, nah. But the bag, see that that's the thing, though. The bag, the bag is subjective, bro. That's what I mean. Right. I'm not talking about somebody with a couple of dollars. So to to like to break these rules, the bag had to be very subjective, is my point. And everybody it unfortunately, did. unfortunately, everybody got a price. So of but course, even I with did. that, right? Even with the bag, right? Here's the thing, even with the bag, right? Even with the bag, right? Here's the thing. Even with the bag, if your politics in your in your organization are such, right? Like you, like yo, we don't do this, we don't do that, because look, they they DP and that's disciplining. They DP people for 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 tons of shit that's that's out of the. If you do anything that's out of the necessary of the game, you can get DP, right? The shit that that six nine was doing was shit that were out of out of the organization of the game. He was making the game hot. You should be getting DP. He was he thought he was bigger than the gang. You should be DP'd because nobody's bigger than the set. That's what that's the that's one of the first rules they teach you. Nobody's bigger than the set. You know what I'm saying? All of this shit, right? He thought he was bigger than the set. That's even as he talked in that interview. You know what I'm saying? He thinks he the most he thinks that his gangster status was based on the amount of money or the amount of people he took care of. Yes, in reality, gangs was about taking care of people. Right. That was the that was the whole that was the whole idea of what a gang was. That's the whole the gangs. Most of these gangs were were built based off what 
the Black Panthers did. And the Black Panthers' whole desire was to take care of their neighborhoods. Then later on, when people started going to jail, they started building the crypts. And then they built the bloods later on because a lot of the a lot of the crypts that were a lot of the people that were black and that were part of the crypts, they started they didn't like the way that the rules were being dealt with. So when they then they literally became off and made a new set called the Bloods. So you know, a lot of this stuff, but in reality, the whole idea of what the gang was was to protect our neighborhood, was to protect our people, was to do all of this stuff, was to make money, to feed our families, and do all of these different things because we were we wanted to make our own, we didn't want to be a part of the system. We wanted to make our own system. But what I'm trying to say is, is that the thing that Six Nine thinks is, is well, I, I was paying for people. I did all this. I'm the biggest gangster for everybody. I'm not saying that killing people makes you a big gangster. I do agree that like if you can take care of your family and do all the stuff, but gangster is more than just. This is why I think even Twenty One Savage is more of a gangster than than all three of these fools that was on there because Twenty One. Everybody like dis, dissing him because he because uh, Wax said he had slapped him in the mouth when they was on Clubhouse, right? But the fact that 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 six that that twenty one didn't allow himself to even like fall high high argumentative with some OG head ass dude. You don't do that type of shit on public platforms. Real gangsters move in silence. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. So. That's what I meant by like, so I think 21 more of that. I ain't never seen 21. He boy been in the rap game about eight, eight, 10 years, 10 to eight years. I mean, sorry, eight to 10 years. And he, I've never seen him get an argument with nobody. He looked mean as hell, but I've never seen him get an argument with nobody. And for him to get an argument with Wack, I was like, damn, that Wack must have really pushed his buttons. But like, even for him to still keep himself like, I ain't gonna sit up here and make threats to you. I ain't gonna do nothing because then everybody gets something to happen to your dumb ass. Then people gonna come back to me and be like, yeah, remember when y'all was arguing on Clubhouse? He must have did this. So it's like, I like that he moved like that. But he a real gangster to me. And I know he still take care of his family. Like, he type person go back to his hood and feed the hood. You know what I'm saying? That's gangster shit to me. Not just, oh, because to me, 6 9 was really getting extorted. That's what he was doing. He was getting extorted. And all they was giving him was a pass to be, to say he was Treyway. Or 9 Trey Gangster. And that's crazy. Well, shit, to answer your original question, man, I'll, I'm saying when you be like, we wouldn't let little Timmy rock, my point is that for something like this to pop off, like this type of anomaly, where you got people like taking credit for it and saying like, yeah, it was my bad business move. We messed up. Even before you got people checking in, like, are y'all sure y'all want to do this? Like, yeah, but he got a lot of money. So my what I'm saying is like, everybody got a price. So all the shit that you say, like all the shit you say as far as like how this should work, how that should work, I hear you. However... I think this is this is like an interesting experiment and in like how much do how much do your values cost? Like we talked about this a couple weeks ago with uh with Alabama. People are like, no, nah, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm a strong conservative. I'm not getting the vaccine. We'll give you a hundred dollars. Okay, really? Mm -hmm. Like, wait, so it wasn't science, like it was it wasn't science, it wasn't you're scared of, it wasn't you were scared of metal or microchips no, or you need more time. It was that you're a strong conservative. They offered you a hundred dollars. So it that's so the that's the interesting thing to me about like how everyone has like their particular price because especially when you're like, bro, everyone knew this wasn't gonna work out. But there's a lot of people that signed off on it that were like, okay, I guess this is what we're gonna do. And that that that's perplexing to me. Like that, how something like that can I don't I, probably obviously won't happen again. It's like it's like a 
So like a 9-11, if you will. But just all everything had to come together for someone to be like, you know what? This is enough money. Because Dylan, it can't be the first, it can't be the first time that there was a wild ass, that there was a wild ass kid that got tattoos on his face that was saying nigga a lot that wasn't black that had a little bit of money. It was yeah. it's so you so I'm sure I'm sure gangs turn down these turn down these people all the time, like, bro, nah, that's good. Don't bring him around. It's not enough. Or just, yeah. it just be like, or some gangs are like, some gangs are like, there's never enough. We're all gonna go to jail. But then some people be like, how much? Well, he got how? Oh, you know what? Let's 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 let you know. No risk, no reward. <laughs> so I think I, that's the most interesting thing to me that this even happened. Even with you yeah. going into the politics and what how the, what they're supposed to do on the block, and even Wack One Hundred, like yeah, you had the bag. They shouldn't have did that. But with, with everything that's happened, it's like uh, it still snuck through. How much money was it? It's uh, a lot. All right. Well, we were eating. <laughs> so yeah. that's the part that gets me. I mean, do you feel like do you? Do you think that do you think that this situation has overshadowed Jim Jones's versus performance? Hell yeah. How was it? Jim Jones versus it was terrible, but in it, 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 <laughs> Bro. Terrible. It was terrible. Hot garbage. Just to keep it hunted. Garbage. Hot garbage. And maybe that's because he had a lot of this on his mind. But I don't know. But like <laughs> Like maybe you just think it was so dumb. Yo, son. It's like man, six nine talking no more. You know, Jim Jones. You know what I'm saying? But nah, but no. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. And shouts out to the locks, man. Y'all did y'all thing, man. Y'all did y'all thing, y'all. And it just goes to show you, man, performance performance in, in hip hop means a lot, man. Like I, I I know you're not a big uh big fan of the verses because you know you just don't like to watch live rap on tv that's just not your you're not into that that's just not you um however i thought it was dope and i thought that uh i think that as a performer as a as, as a as a person who was once a performer i know how much it takes to to how much performance can really like inspire a show you know what I'm saying? Like I remember one of the things I remember is my cousin uh, Kingpin Ken. Shouts out to him, um, who was a big rapper. Uh, you know what I'm saying? At the time when we were coming up, and he really worked on his performance really, really well. My brother, who is very, very talented. You know what I'm saying? Could sing, could rap. You know what I'm saying? He's handsome. But the same thing I'm gonna say is about 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 Jim Jones and these guys. That, I mean, about the locks. And about uh, Dipset is how I felt about these two guys. Kenny was the locks. You know what I'm saying? King from Ken was the locks. He has bars. You know what I'm saying? He's talented. You know what I mean? Everything like that, right? And he had performance. And he worked on his craft. My brother was Cam. Our jewels in them. He was the Dipset. He was a swag artist. You know what I'm saying? He has a lot of swag. He doesn't really, he, you know what I'm saying? People like him because he, he could do the swaggy shit. But when it come down and you hear them and it's no, it's 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 like not looking at them and all you did was just hear two audio clips of them, you know what I'm saying? You're more than likely gonna probably, you're more than likely gonna probably fuck with with something that Rome was doing over what Kenny was doing sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But then when you actually see them and you see them live and you're like, damn, like oh, I fuck with this dude because he bringing the stage presence. He, you know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. I remember when we got signed by To Be Reckoned With and. Um, one of the and and, it, and this is what low key broke us up is the fact that to be reckoned with wanted Kenny to be the front man, 
And my brother, because he felt like he was so much more, he felt like he was, I'm not saying he was, but he felt like he was talented, he was more talented because of him being the capabilities that he had. He didn't want to take part in that or didn't want to roll with that because he felt like um, they should put him as a front man. But it's like, they saw the performance because they took us on this tour and we were able to go to these college tours. Kenny was just showing way more, much performance. But that's what I think about when I saw the locks versus dip set. It's like, yo, performance is always going to be swag. Just keep that real. Performance can be swag. We saw that with Soldier Boy and uh, and Bow Wow. You know what I'm saying? People clown Bow Wow all day long. Bow Wow this, Bow Wow that. But Bow Wow showed his ass on that versus. You know what I'm saying? He's shown that. You know what I'm saying? Why, why he had... Why he had so many fans as a youth. And I felt like, I was like, damn, you know what? This could bring back his career. But he don't want to be a rapper. He want to be a movie star now. So it's a little bit different. But I'm just saying that that shit, to me, I felt like the locks, based on their performance right here, they reminded, they reminded a lot of fans of why they were so great in the 90s. And why they were, and why they are considered these legends of hip hop, or are considered these leg, a legend group in hip hop, especially when it comes to New York rap. Because we do know Dipset, and everybody knows Dipset, because there's so many stories about Dipset. We know that they're fly. We know that Cam had, you know, he made Pink Hot. We know that uh, that Jim Jones had Ballin. We know that, uh, you know, Joel Santana used to wear the hats with the wave cap. You know what I'm saying? That shit was fly. Everybody wanted that. Everybody wanted the big Dipset chain, all that. But like, you know what I'm saying? You look down the gritty bars and look down to like who really just got it. You know, you really got to see. And that, I thought it was beautiful, man. I'm very long with the answer, but I thought it was beautiful. I'm glad that they won. What do you, who did you, who did you plan? Who did you think was going to win? I thought Dipset was going to win. And I mean, and that was just me being um, a big Dipset fan. I was a huge Dipset fan when we were younger. Um, I really liked that music. I did like the locks as well. I've always liked the locks. Jada has always been dope. Um, I just, you know, what's crazy is, is I really wasn't thinking too much into this because I got bought into the swag rap. I bought into it at this time. I'm like, are they going to win? Everybody, everybody knows who Dipset is. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, everybody knows who Dipset is. They're going to be able to sing some songs. People are going to know more of their songs. But, and also, I was judging it off how I seen Jada have fab shit being wasted. So, I kind of didn't. I just thought they would have more energy, and I, I, I knew Joel just got out, so I was just thinking in my mind, like, oh, they're going to have a lot of energy. I, like, I'm glad I didn't bet on it or nothing like that, because all of my predictions would have been wrong, because it was just terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> right. It was a terrible performance by Dipset. Of all now, the... They, of all the oh, go ahead. I was going to say, they, they eagle that used to be on the front of their chair, it looked like an eagle that got captured. You know, they be looking real distraught and just fucked up. <laughs> just in the <laughs> net. I'm sorry. That's wild. <laughs> Um, no, nah, I was gonna say like I don't I don't watch I don't watch the verses, but this is the one that I saw the most clips from, mm -hmm. just because just because I heard about I heard about how like Jada was like moving on the stage like, and uh, the way he moves on the stage reminds me of uh, like reminds me of comedians like when you, well primarily Chris Rock and Kevin Hart like he was just owning the it was, there was a lot of people but he just, he was just everywhere like walking around like. But still acknowledging the crowd, it was it was just an outstanding performance. It was like a Barnum and Bailey esque like ownership of the stage. And Jada Kiss is one of those dudes where I'm not gonna be one of these like brand new fans. Like since day one, he's someone when he pops up, I always enjoy his verse. Like um, I think 
I'm pretty sure he's on. It's Maybach Music Two or Maybach Music Three. Nah, it's Maybach Music Three. I think it's Maybach Music Three. He's on. His verse on there is crazy. Uh, we gonna make it. Obviously, um, By Your Side and Still Feel Me are two of my favorite songs. Like that's like those are like top twenty songs. And then I've only heard this album twice, and I probably should listen to it again. But you sent me that. You sent me that Fab and Jada album. I listened to that shit twice Bye. when I was in Sac State. That's a great album, man. But he, um, I'm glad that he is someone that was able to get some flowers right now and i think i i want to say i want to say this is like court uh armchair quarterbacking a versus battle because i think there's a lot of people like you there that were like now dipset's gonna win when you think about dipset you think of like these like these uh these kanye uh just blaze beach diplomatic community super swag concert and like all their fans being there but then we fast forward when like a lot of them haven't really been making music like that don't get me wrong jim jones uh jim jones el capo is out is an outstanding album right. um but everyone doesn't everyone doesn't like know those songs in the way the way that the way those dudes rap the way those guys rap is only really effective over their particular beat and what i mean by that is like a lot of those songs are entertaining because of how loud the music is like jim jones has this outstanding like gravelly way he rides the beat that shit doesn't really sound that good in concert but the way he rides the beat, just grab like that, it sounds outstanding. And he's not like he's not he's not a gravelly yeller like a Ja Rule. He's a gravelly talker. That sounds dope, but not in the stadium. When Jada Kiss is rapping over these beats, Jada reminds me of like Jada is spitting like a Hove or like a J Cole, where you these raps are written where you know what he's saying. That's yeah. why he's dropping the beat, going acapella, and it sounds dope because of the way that he speaks. Like his diction is outstanding. Jay-Z told a story about how when he was on tour with DMX and DMX uh, was playing rough. DMX was on stage for like 15, 15, 30 minutes or whatever, taking his shirt off, running up and down, drinking Alizé that looked like blood and doing prayers. People were crying, screaming. And then J and then Hope was like, all right, well, Hope was like, well, I'm I can't. Hope was like, well, I can't. I can't outperform him, but I'm pretty sure that I can rap better than him. So Hope was like, the rest of the tour, I'm dropping the beat and going acapella hella times. Because it's because his voice is clear for rap, so yeah. that's why I feel like. And then the locks, the locks, like their group, I I think like their group has more, has more like musical, musical power than Dipset. Right. Even though we want to say that, but they still be just rapping. Like it's like they really love music, but like Cam and Jewels and like Jim Jones are such like swag gods. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, we got a verses tonight. All right, cool. I'm gonna go get my do rags and my wave caps. Yeah. And I feel like versus like yeah, she's tennis shoes. Versus like chic, chic Luch and um, and came out looking she, very regular, right? Chic Luch, Styles P, and Jada. They just been like probably they been, they were in the van like practicing and shit. Like yeah. so, I don't know, man. It was it was cool, man. I, it was that was one where I watched like that was one where I watched so many clips. Didn't watch the whole thing, but just so many clips where I'm like, damn, Jada is. Outstanding. He's one of those dudes. You know what? You know what it is, Dale. Jada Kiss is one of those rappers. Like he's like Steph Curry, or it could be Kobe. It's like you know, it's like Steph Curry. He made that shit look really easy. Yeah. Like because the words he don't. He's not on some like he's not on some like Eminem logic like Lupe Fiasco shit. He says like the most basic stuff. It makes it sound so. It he makes it look easy, bro. <laughs> He just makes this shit. Oh, uh, his um that that uh that laugh thing. They asked him where he got it from. And he used to do he used to do a lot of different things before the sound check to like ease his nerves. And he did that once, and the producer just left it on the album, and then he just kept doing it. 
Like that's fire. <laughs> yeah, that's man. An accidental fly shit. Just, just, just like, just like Nori with uh, Pharrell. You heard about the about the what what story? No, nah, no. Nah, like okay. Me. So on what you know, Nori's like what 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 right? Um, when Pharrell gave him the beat or whatever, and then Nori's recording the song like what what, and then Pharrell's like what is that? He's like that's how I count the bars, but to know when to go back in. Pharrell left it on the song. Yeah, I did hear this. Yeah. So that well, 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 that shit is not supposed to be on there. Like, yeah, it's so dope. So yeah, man, it was. Um, I think, I think that was that was a solid like ill battle for culture as a whole, just because those guys are still around and have been around a while, and they're all they're all relevant, right? Like in their own. Not, I mean, and when I say that, I don't mean like, I don't mean Joel Santana is. Re- no, Joel Santana is relevant. He's on living hip hop. Like he did time. He's in a group that still messes with him. Like those dudes are relevant. I think it was that was a great versus for the culture. It was a great versus, and I mean, it, it, and the one thing you got to say about the locks though, and and Dip says this. I mean, the locks, D Block, bro. They've 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 never really had no public beefs. I don't know what that what I'm saying behind closed doors, but uh, they never had no public beefs, and that's a real tight knit group. You know, compared to seeing like Cam, Jim, and, and Jewels, who, of course, like at one point in life, like uh, Cam fled to Miami um, just to get away from these guys. And Jim and Jewels end up messing with 50, who was at that moment uh, 50's, uh, who at that moment Cam, was Cam's enemy. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, stuff like that. I say that to say, you know what I'm saying, you really, like, you kind of see stuff like the loyalty in, in, in groups and why they just kind of stick together and work together. You know, sometimes they probably don't even work. What I was thinking was is Cam and Jewels and, and, and Jim, they probably wouldn't go to the same studio. They probably wouldn't even practicing together. These foods, you could tell they were practicing together. It was practice. Like, they were out there. Like, they really tried. They wanted to make sure they gave New York. And, I mean, they. it's like, to me, I felt like just – just Jadakiss knowing that he was gonna be in the garden, it's like, yo, I'm about to do, I'm about to have one of these amazing nights. I'm in the garden, it's sold out. I'm about to go crazy, and I just felt like, um, you know, he really worked with his team, and that's how you do, man. When you got your brother in, it's like, you know, like people talk about us all the time how much our chemistry is so great. I felt like it's because we, you know, we really brothers. Like, you know, we really like we could talk about anything, and it's it's easy. It's like it ain't really no betrayal. There. I've never done anything that makes you hate me. You know, what I'm saying you've never done anything to make me hate you. You know, what I'm saying we we'll have our closed doors beefs, but not a lot of people know that we have beef. So I think that's the reason why we can get on certain things, and it's just it's magical each time. And that's what I felt about them. I felt like if it was people would be knowing, it's like, yeah, these fools probably don't even be together. These fools don't even like each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about Dip, Dipset, man. Especially now that the 6 9 shit then came out. Jimmy, you got to fix this shit. Kyle L. Capo, you got to fix this shit, fam. You can't have this on your jacket, G. Real shit, man. I'm sorry. I got to bring that back, man. You can't have this on your jacket, Jimmy. You got to clear this up, man. Why are you out here just telling me? Are you just telling Jim Jones what to do, man? Hey, you make, when you say up, when you, when you say when you say like when you say Jada Kiss knew it was gonna be at the Garden, bro, like that that means something. That it really means something. something because because like he got his Tim's on, like he like he was he ready was, and got the chains on. There. And the thing is, like when it comes to the Garden, like that's like Kobe and like LeBron and and Steph Curry couldn't wait to play at the. Garden. Yeah, and and I kind of like I'm not I'm not Jada Kiss, but when you got plans to do something and you feeling yourself. 
Like, mm-hmm. that's how I felt when I did my show on Friday night. When I found out this shit was August 6th, I was like, okay, like, yo, yo, like, I bought a brand new black shirt, there's some brand new black jeans, and then coming down, so I to wear some other black jeans, had the rolling on, had these, had uh, he had my brand new Adidas the on. He didn't bring the rolling out like that. Like, bro, <laughs> like, I was, man, bro. So when you show up feeling like, like you about to just something about, I'll, it, it's gonna, to be directly relative to the interview of the week that I'll go into, but something about feeling the right way when you go into a, an environment that you respect, right? So when you right. said Madison Garden, he's like, he's like this, he's like this is Madison Square Garden. This is only gonna happen. This is look, this is only gonna happen once. I don't know when this is gonna happen again. That's what I'm saying. So for me, for me, like that open mic happens every two weeks or whatever, right? But for me, I was like, I, I don't know. I kind of want to go to Atlanta for my birthday. But I'm like in my mind, like. Memento Mori, like Carpe Diem. When's the next time I will ever have the opportunity to get on the stage and tell people jokes like on my birthday? Like, how do I ever right. know that that's ever going to happen again? You know? That's so I could see how Jada was like, bro, I'm about to dog them. Like, yeah. showed up like, bro, we at the garden? Like, I'm a baller? Bro, watch, yeah. watch when I play. I'm from New York. I'm going to make Fat Joe have a seizure. Like, yeah. it's just the most out. It's, it's It was a, it was a, that shit gave me goosebumps, bro. The song that he spit, I know it's from a mixtape. But the way he was rapping that song, I feel like I know that song, and I don't even know that song. <laughs> <laughs> just feel it. Hey, some rappers could do that for you. I know I've been in situations. I start lip syncing shit I don't know. Nigga, like, right. <laughs> like I don't even know how I'm with this. <laughs> right. On. Like all the I got I got all the hand movements and shit, but I don't right. even know what I don't know what this is. Right. Yeah. You just you could just feel it. Like I hey, could feel hey, it, man. Real, it's like. Man. It's like it's like Jay like J. Cole applied pressure. Like I don't know any of the words, but I just feel like I just feel like I know the words. Yeah. No, nah, that's you gotta crazy. um you gotta you got a question of the week for these people, man. Hey man, about? I do have a question of a week for you. And this question actually comes from one of our listeners. His name is Big V Time. We call him Vernon. And uh the question actually was, do you believe do you think, uh, so I got to kind of like, I'm, I'm going to have to tweak it a little bit, but he was All like, right. yo, do you think uh, since women have the ability to abort a child, even if a man wants the child, should a man have the ability to not pay child support? <laughs> um, the, like... So this is this is one of those things we we're talking about earlier. We were talking about rules rules within our uh, particular like organizations and establishments. Mm-hmm. Like just based on based on like based on the way our society said like men are men are supposed to be more responsible than women, basically. So it's like if we if we if we run up in them and they get pregnant, like, but that's on you. You gotta cash out. That's just your fault. Like you weren't you weren't being responsible with your seed, even though it was, you was you put the seed in there, you was doing it for the bag on some six nine stuff, but you put six nine in there and then it destroyed your whole organization. So, um, <laughs> and like in, in a, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, like, nah, B, nah, I think that I, I think they, I think they should do something about child support laws, but nah, you have to, you have to have that right now because you already got like, you already got raggedy dudes just run, just running up in chicks, like running up in chicks. Um, and we do got child support out here as like a consequence or like a punishment or whatever. And I mean, I know some people can like work these things out with a particular partner, but that person, that person has to, uh, that person has to carry that baby. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and she could choose to or choose not to. And abortion laws are so slippery where if you don't have dudes paying child support and they get rid of abortion laws, 
I mean, both of these people chose this, but this person created this baby. So in in your if if it was a world, bro, where it's like abortions will forever be legal and it would never be changed and and abortion just forever, like like I don't know, like air. That sounds so wild, abortions forever. <laughs> but if it was something where it was like a staple where it was just that was your right forever, then yeah, I could see how you're like, yo, well, you ain't even gotta have it. So why would I pay you if you ain't even gotta have it? I could see how that may end up working itself out. However, with abortion laws being so shaky, I think that's why men do men do have to pay child support because they're like they're fighting they're fighting Roe versus Wade right now. Yeah. So and I mean that's there's obviously more technical than that because we do have like late term, early term, like what is a pregnancy, what isn't a pregnancy. Some religions don't even think Plan B should be something we should do. And some religions say we shouldn't be using condoms, right? But I do think that I do think you need that. You need that, like yo. If you wild out in this girl and this ain't the right one, just know you're gonna be paying for eight years. Like you should, you should know that. And I think that's one of the double standards. That's one of the like ah, one of the double standards. Like we get, like we get as if we don't get. That's a consequence to having double standards as a man, where right. you know what you kind of get to do. You move, we move how we want to move, like in the patriarchy. But there's certain things where it's like, hey, bro, you gotta slow down. Like I was saying earlier, like if you in park, if you in the parking lot and your girl slap you. People are like, what did he do? If you're in the parking lot and you spire on your girl, you're probably going to get stomped out by like Home Depot employees. So yeah. that's that's I think that's like that's the gift and the curse of like moving, moving in this as a man. But you got to have it because because, bro, like men are raggedy, bro. Like men are raggedy. And if you some dudes in the back of their mind are like, damn, I already got I already got one baby mama. I don't really like this woman. I'm going to have to pay child support twice. Uh, I think that stops a lot of dudes from having like to, from getting that like second baby mama. But those Let dudes that got like this. those dudes that got four or five of them, they don't give a damn about nothing. Let me extend the question. Let me now. Let me just extend the question based on what you just said. I, I just got to as you're talking. I just thought about something. What if like though, like right, that you pay child support, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you find out. I don't know. I don't know. Like let's just say eight years. Let's say eight years after parent child support, you find out the baby ain't yours. Yeah, yeah. Now, should the woman have to pay you back all the child support you paid? I think that I think part of I think part of uh I think part of child support should be like you proven. That's what that's what I meant by well to answer your question. Well, I'll answer your question, but that's why I believe that there should there should be certain like restrictions on child support. Like, what is it used for? And it should be proven that that's the dude first. Like yeah. you so. That's silly that that's silly that you could just write someone's name and just tax them. Like it's exactly. starts to be known. However, I think that if if you find out that if you find out that it's not yours, if you find out that's not yours, bro, I think the government should pay you back. Because mm. because the in the government, the government should the government should reimburse you immediately and then tax her. Because who knows what she got going on? Like who yeah. you can't garnish her check. Like what who knows what she has going on? The government, since they believe her, they should pay you back immediately and then come after her. Okay, I like that. Because if you like if you've been paying or whatever and it's coming out of your check, like you're doing whatever you need to do, it took you eight years to find out it wasn't yours, but you've been paying and the government took her word for it. And the government's been garnishing your check. So you know you run me back my bread, and then y'all figure it out with her and y'all yeah. have her pay y'all back. So yeah, no, I yeah, the government the government should pay you, not the person. Because whenever we get into like somebody got to reimburse somebody, nah, nah, nah. I want the person that took my money from me. Don't send me Correct. to Keisha for the bread you took. Yeah. No, no we're not her doing that. Ass ain't got nothing. Her her her, her screen door stink. <laughs> I don't want 
<laughs> you know, if somebody screen door stink, you know they whole house stink. Just like exactly, man. Exactly, man. I don't got no. I don't have no. So to answer your question, I mean, I thought you were gonna ask me. So I saw this on the news the other day. Some dude was like, not on the news, on a meme. Some guy was like, if a right, if that's a woman has news, the memes. If, basically that's the new the <laughs> meme. That was the that was the Freud. That was a Freudian slip, bro. Like I saw it on the news on a meme. Some dude was like, some dude was like, if a woman has the right to have an abortion, the guy should have the right to just run away. But if you run away, never come back though. And I was right. like, and and it should and it and but his point was like his point was like she can have an abortion, and not tell you or nothing. Period. Yeah. Like you don't get to have a choice. So if you don't want the kid, you have every right to just run away. People will call you a deputy if they want, but just run away because it wasn't your choice. So I thought you were gonna ask me that, but as far as child support goes, I think it, I think with a little bit more regulation, um, I think it is something that keep that keeps people in check. Because I've heard mm -hmm. dudes say like, "Bro, I ain't got to get ran for no child support." Like yeah. I, I've said it. I've heard you say it. Like yeah. I, I actually, in fact, I don't have a friend that hasn't said it. <laughs> so yeah. I know it keeps we all say it, it. It keeps it. It keeps a lot. It keeps a lot of us. I would say from being raggedy. You were mentioning yesterday. You were mentioning. I said yesterday. Episode so long it feel like yesterday. You were saying. <laughs> you were saying earlier in the episode. You were like. You were like, yeah, man. Like people. People was even scared of AIDS. They're still going raw. Like I ain't scared of no AIDS. If AIDS want to see me, they can square up. Right. And I think. I think. But people. So people are like. People are less. People are like. So are your tubes tight? Yeah, but I may have AIDS. No, nah, no. Nah, I just don't want a baby. AIDS is cool. And then you run AIDS her. Cool. Right. <laughs> but then you're like, are you on birth? Are you on birth control? Like. Yeah, uh, just use this condom. Oh, well, just use it though. Um, but you see, yeah. are you are you are you worried about my AIDS? Nah, I'm gonna still go down. Y'all love those AIDS, like yeah. so. Eat it. The box, <laughs> eat the AIDS box. <laughs> You're stupid. Why would you? Why would you go down on her after? Man, look. Why would anyway. you go in her? <laughs> what you mean? Why would you go down? Would you, would you go in her? That's stupid. Hey, you know, you know what, you know what's interesting about uh, this is so wow. You know what's interesting about the AIDS thing is like you mentioned, you mentioned like, <laughs> you mentioned like people was wilding out like not caring about AIDS, right? But it's weird because at that time people were like, oh, that's only for like, that's only for like gay people, right? And, and people and people and people that use heroin needles. So I'm not gay and I don't do heroin, so I'm good. Like, yeah, but what so, about her? You don't know who she is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you dudes, I mean, just to keep it real with y'all, man, a lot of these dudes go to jail, man, and they end up getting in situations where they get a boy in jail, and then, you know what I'm saying, they don't know where that boy been, and they end up going to that boy, going home, they act like they never was had a, had a man, you know what I'm saying, relationship in jail, go back to their girl, you know, you got some kind of disease. Yo, how you many times have you heard, how many times have you heard that anecdote from people? Hella times, because... <laughs> what? <laughs> Hella times, bro. Hella times, what, bro. You bro, gotta you, keep in mind, bro. You you've heard mad mind. stories about people going to jail, getting AIDS, and giving it back to a chick after leaving prison. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've heard this shit. I've heard this shit a lot, bro. You gotta keep in mind, bro. I know a lot of like felons, so people who'd have been locked up, and they'd be like, "Yo, bro, these niggas nasty." I know this nigga, that dude over there. His name Herbert. That nigga got herpes. Like, it's just be crazy, like Herbert with herpes. Like, they don't be fucking around. You spend a you spend a lot of this time on this episode, like talking about how you're not a street dude, but then you have all these like street stories. Like, it's just, I, I'm sorry. Like, like look, let me keep this real with you. Let me keep this with you. You can be, you can live on a street. That don't mean you a street dude. You just live on the street. You know what I'm saying? You just live on that street. You know what I mean? You don't gotta be, you don't gotta be subjected to all the street shit. But a lot of the street niggas. Talk to me, cause I, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm still cool. You know what I'm saying. I'm still, I still, I still on a street, still on a block. You know what I'm saying. I just don't gotta do the. I don't gotta do all the initiation shit. You know what I'm saying. I got brothers who did that, so they made it so that I didn't have to go through that. 
You know what I'm saying? It sounds That's like they put it sounds like they put you on because you had the bag. I didn't have the bag. I was broke. Everybody knows I was broke. But everybody know that. Everybody know. You know I was broke. Sure, I used to have to try to give you my little scrappy change, you know, just to give you some gas money, just to take. I don't it. believe anything that you say when you talk about these victimology poor poor tropes, bro. I've seen you with a grill. I've seen you with multiple Lexuses, chains. One time you had seven women walking behind you down Broadway. I seen you with I seen you with gold puka shells in your hair once. I saw you in a Mercedes, bro. You did see me in Mercedes, and you, these are all true facts. But look, just because I had all of that shit, there's a lot of people who have a whole bunch of shit, and they still be broke. I was one of the dudes who who be riding around on twenty inch rims and couldn't put twenty dollars in my car. So it don't matter, you know what I mean? It don't matter. I was broke, fam. Broke. I was money, Mitch. I'm broke, baby, and that's what it is. I was really broke though, like not like really money, like like money, Mitch, because I really was. I was broke, Dale. Everybody know it. Everybody knows money. Everybody running. know it. These, all, these are all lies. Nose was running. Had an afro that looked like a microphone. I had people coming to me on the lunch table talking about my check one two one two. Patting my afro like I was broke. Everybody knows it. Hand me down clothes, all of that. Holes in my shoes. My first pair of basketball shorts were from you. You gave me my first pair of basketball shorts, and you got them from elementary. <laughs> here we go bro Listen, is that not a true story is that a true shout story? out bro i don't know what you're talking about shout uh, out you a lot shout out v time man um if you got her pregnant bro you just gotta have a baby like you gotta run it you yeah. too old to be sending her to the clinic you like 41 bro run it yeah, um do, do you have a listen of the week for these people man i do i got a special listen for y'all this week by man, the man who wrote the Bible, you know what I'm saying? If Pac was Jesus, then Nas wrote the Bible. And that's who it is, man. Nas, man, King Disease 2. Really, I want y'all to check out the whole album because it's really just fire. And it just really, it, it's one of those albums we've been needing from Nas for a minute. First off, King Disease, the first one was fire. But King Disease 2, and just because, you know what I'm saying, I love this song so much and because we've been talking so much about the East Coast gang shit. I felt like this song was just so um, needed for this album, for this uh, for this one, and that is actually Death Row East. Such a fire song, bro. It, Nas talks about how you know what I'm saying. If y'all don't know the backstory to how uh, they were trying to like before Pac had died, he was trying to organize the Death Row East, and he and he attempted to try to sign Nas, and Nas kind of goes in the story about this, and how, he, how before Pac had died, he was on his way to Vegas to come meet with Pac. It's crazy. Y'all need to listen to this. Y'all know that Nas is an amazing storyteller, and he does a really amazing job on this particular album so go check that out i already know Rolex gonna have the link in the uh in the description for you so check it out man i really want to know your thoughts hit us up on ig tell us what you thought about the song tell us what you're about this episode whatever but really just tell us what you thought about that song i really thought it was an amazing song Nas is a goat and y'all keep that in mind man i've been i appreciate I appreciate you mentioning that because i've been meaning to listen to that album but i haven't yet but i am because here's the thing so I always try to look for like a little bit of like symbolism of things that happened on my birthday. When I heard that Donda was going to be released on my birthday, I was like, word, uh, really? Okay, maybe maybe, maybe it'd be solid and it'd speak to me. Like maybe I do need a Kanye album on my birthday. Like I wonder what Kanye's going to be. I was in my mind trying to figure out which Kanye it was going to be. And I, and, but I honestly, like I didn't really want a Kanye album on my birthday. But now I found out, now I was dropped the album. I'm like, oh shit, word. Maybe this is the one I'm supposed to listen to. So I'm definitely about to check it out, bro. Like I'm definitely about to uh 
I'm gonna check it out, man. I'm looking forward to it. And you know how I am. Like we were talking about this uh, during our pre-production call a couple of days. You know how like I'm late to things. You know, like I don't I have a I have a proportionality bias. So when things are too popping, I don't really want to be involved because of the hype. So I don't even want the Donda album to come out, come out on my birthday because I wouldn't know it's good. There's 10 million people all saying it's good. But because Nas is so underrated, I can listen to this all by myself. So I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to tweet about it. It's going to be fire, man. Thank you for the recommendation. I will post the link in the description. Y'all already know. Check this out. I have the interview of, I'm not going to say a lifetime, but I think... This is something similar to what I posted, what I had you guys check out last week with Sarah Silverman. That one was two minutes. This one's a little bit longer. Um, it's, a, it's a TED Talk by author Robert Greene. Um, he wrote The 48 Laws of Power, Art of Seduction, 33 Strategies of War, and The 50th Law, uh, which is the fifth. I, I've read The 50th Law. I'm going to read. I'm planning on reading it again. I actually started reading it again in the beginning of August. And he takes like 50 cents, like live street stories and like combines those with stories from the 48 laws of power and talks about how like the streets and like old civilization whether it be whether it be like the ming dynasty and like napoleon bonaparte and the spartans how all that stuff is connected it's a really solid book during this particular ted talk he talks about the keys to transforming yourself he's someone that has had he's someone that has an about dale time level of resume adjustments he's worked every single job he's done everything you could possibly think of he's not someone that was like one of these author or someone famous that blew up when they were 17 and just been living it since he talks about everything that he had to do to get to becoming a best-selling author and certain things in his life that fed other passions that he didn't know that he had he always knew he wanted to write but wasn't sure what he wanted to write about so in by the time by the time he became by the time the 48 laws of power were like submitted and and by the time he became a best-selling author, I'm keeping letting you know he's close to 40. So for anybody that uh, has that dream out there or has that passion they're pursuing, I, it's not a cliche if it's true often, and it's never too late. And this is one of those interviews where you can listen to like, damn, like maybe maybe what I maybe what I used to do connects to this. He talks a lot about how like your 10,000 hours can be can be buckets from other things that you've done. So I'm not gonna give you too much game about it, but he's a it's a cool he's a he's a easy to listen to speaker. The link will be in the description. The video has over 2 million views for a TED Talk. Um, and yeah, check it out. I would definitely recommend if you guys like it, let me know. And yeah, that is the interview of the week. The Keys to Transforming Yourself, Robert Green at TED Talk Brixton. Yo, so yep. Go check that out, man. Go also, check man, that you, out. hey, you, you, I recommend you I'm check, gonna go it, check out it out. Well. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to check it out for sure. Because here's the thing, like I did, I went into a... um. I made like a commitment to myself this year to only share my work with people. So I don't really, I don't send YouTube videos or memes or things to anyone this whole year. If I have sent you anything, it was a screenshot that I took and sent it to because I don't, I don't send anyone. I, I wanted to do something where I only sent my work because if I'm not sending anyone anything. That means I'm not working on anything. So it was like one of those, you adjust to yourself for laziness type of things. Right. Also, also like everyone's, I, everyone sends me the same shit that I'll be looking at. But I still like to say, Dale, when I saw this interview, I wanted to send this to you, but I don't send people stuff. So of all the things that I've seen, this video, I wanted to send it, but I was like, I don't I only send out my work to people. So if you haven't watched any interviews, bruh, this is the one of the interviews that you should watch, particularly. You should watch this one, period. I'm definitely going to check it out, bro. I'll check them all out, so don't worry. I love them. Thank you. What was your I favorite one, then? 
So far, right now, actually, the favorite See. one that, you, that that the one that you gave me was the one that you recommended uh, of the shop. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. See, right. I'll be listening, fam. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you try to do me, y'all. Yeah, this guy. This guy. Cause you just this be guy. saying stuff. Like, no, so I'm because trying to... I don't just be saying stuff. I really be saying what I mean. You gotta understand that's that, youngin. Stu- that's just you gotta, stuff, though. You Listen. gotta understand that, youngin. You want to know you you want to know how bad you be saying stuff. Brian told Brian said this to me yesterday. Brian said, "Hey man, I was really trying to sit back and like think of like what hat you had the devil was talking about." I was like, "I didn't have that hat. I didn't have the hat." <laughs> I was like, "He just be saying stuff like, oh man, because I was really trying to figure out like, was you at Granny House with that hat or was that in Manteca? Like, bro, I didn't have the hat. Dale had the hat. <laughs> talking about that's some city stuff. Then Tariq is on the phone. Oh yeah, that's town business. Yeah, you're right. We that's town business. All these lies. It was, it, it was Bay Area business, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just such a town person, but that's just how we identify stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just like that's town stuff. At one point in life, man, you got to understand this. At one point in life, the whole Bay Area was known as 415. You know what I'm saying? So to me, all that Still shit is. be sounding the same. Still is. <laughs> <laughs> We run that shit. Um, <laughs> we control. We control all the bullshit prices in the Bay Area. Unfortunately, listen, man. <laughs> listen, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, and we appreciate that. Hey, man, and if you made it this far, just know we here at Uncut really, 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 really mess with you. So, till next time, go ahead and cue the music. Peace.